Just before we get started on this episode of The Great Cast, I'd like to inform you of the services I can offer you outside of entertainment. Grey Mania Fitness offers online coaching and one-to-one personal training at competitive rates, mostly suited towards those who are interested in the pursuit of powerlifting, sport performance, general fitness and weight loss. Get in contact via Instagram or Facebook, that's Grey Mania Fitness, and let the gains run wild on you, brother. From the After 12 Podcast Network. Hello ladies and gentlemen to the Overcast or whatever it's going to be called because I'm still not too sure that. Joining me today is Mr. Steve Wiley from W10 Strength, the owner of W10 Strength and Barbells and Bulldogs and the creator of the decathlon as well, the gym decathlon, yeah. that's what it is. See, I've done my research a wee bit. How are you doing today sir? I'm very good, thanks very much. Bit tired, long day yesterday so... Got a fucking tiny programs trying to get them done this morning ah, before yeah, I came I, here. So I need to get that done today as well. I got um, I got pretty steaming on the Friday and had a two-day hangover, and I really can't be bothered with writing any programs. So I needed to get them done today and tomorrow, and then it'll be fine. Happy days. Mm. Just say how did your guys get on and what meet was it that they were at yesterday? Uh, they were doing the BDFPA Scottish Championships, so that's the first BDFPA one I've been to. It's actually pretty good, pretty yeah. good day. Pretty well ran, um, yeah, pretty smooth. It's the long fucking days, isn't it? It's oh man, like, like I'm, end I'm dreading the Easterns this year, just because yeah. it's literally going to be two days of absolute everything. Uh, I think I've got about six lifters for Easterns. I don't even know how many I've got. Sure. It's going to be a long day. I'm not sure who's doing it, who's doing it and who's not. The, the things are open now as well, aren't they? Ah, the entries are open yeah. last week. Yeah. About a week ago. It's pretty fucking early as well. I moved it forward, like... Ah, no, well, ah, the, the bastard thing is, like, um, I had sorted everybody's blocks out for when... The like, February. Yeah. Ah, mid-February, early February. Like, oh, by the way, it's going to be, like, four weeks earlier. Like, it's like, it was pretty annoying, considering how many people are going to have to, like, actually block and periodise everything for that time. And, and they never gave you much notice either, did they? No, no, they so didn't. I'm pretty sure they would have known, like, a wee bit earlier. So then... Yeah. But yeah, that's the idea. But yeah, how did your guys get on? Give them a uh, shout-out. Yeah, they did, they did pretty good. Um, had three people lifting yesterday. I'll go and wait order. So I had uh, Margarita was lifting in the, in the BDFPA, which is the 55.5 kilo weight class. She weighed in at, like, bang on 55, I think. Yeah. Uh, she's finished on a 270 total, so it was a 92.5 squat, 55 bench and a 122.5 deadlift, which I think adds up to 270. Yeah, yes, I remember I've seen her at 270, yeah. that's a good total, especially. Good total, yeah. Lifter. Yeah, she's done brilliant in a short space of time. Yeah, like, I remember, like, Sanya, my lifter was about 57, but going down, like, it's 260 total she got. I know Margarita's a wee bit younger and that and like not got those Indian genetics but 
um, like again, that's brilliant tool for getting the first time. What, uh, what age is Sandra? 37. Uh, Margaret's 34. Really? Uh, I thought she was the same with both of them. Uh, they both look like yeah. really, really young. Everybody always thinks is Sandra going down to 52. Aye. Ah, interesting. Because I get to the point where I was like, looking at um, even when I seen um, you know, Lifter Sky and yeah. uh, Person and uh, I was like, Sanya's tiny compared to yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of the 57 lifters. So I was like, and even when we're competing at um, Bill Scottish, like would be, um, she won the class there. Yeah, yeah. And the other lifter that got the two sixty, not two fifty seven point five total, she beat her by two point five kilos. Was um, another older woman, but like she looked like two weight classes bigger than yeah. Sanya, and I'm just like, nah, we need to take her down a yeah. wee bit, a wee bit lower. And mm-hmm. I think at that point we've actually got a, a good chance to win the Scottish next yeah. year because there's not really many two many fifty twos, yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of 57s either, though, is there? I think a lot of people are going down to 57. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I think 63 is pretty stacked this year, man. Yeah, it? I think even there might be a rumour that Shelley Pasmore might be going down to 57 as well. Right. As well. She's already, like, pretty top Yeah, she's like, pretty, pretty strong, yeah. Yeah, for that. She's type. been about for fucking years. Yeah, for like, a long time. I think my very first competition I went to, like, I'm pretty sure she was lifting it, and that was maybe four, three and a half years ago or something. Yeah. Um, oh. ah, we've got another guest here today as well Yep, Bear, my mum's wee dog She's in Spain in there So if you hear any heavy breathing, it is not me It might be Well, it's probably is me, but I'm working with my dog Any <laughs> farting is probably me <laughs> but, It's a wee back. French bulldog um, aye, Anyway, so then Sky was the weight class above Which is 58.5 So yeah. she weighed 57 So if it was IPF, the two of them would have been in the same weight category yeah. But the way it is with the BDFP, that's the one thing about it. It was like lots of weight classes yeah. for the girls, so it was like almost like one person per weight class. Yeah, um, I suppose there's like there's there's I think there should be more weight classes in the IPF anyway. Yeah, because like when it gets to the eighty four plus, is just a joke. Yeah, I I think um, for me the way I would do it would be like after the like under eighty four, and then maybe like a ninety or a hundred, and yeah. then a hundred plus. Um, even for like, for selfish reasons like Ella as well so yeah. I think Ella I might be wrong but I think she was the second highest total in Scotland last year on the Jesus. women yeah. um, uh, Helen Ferguson Ford was the highest uh, yeah. um, Helen's a fucking brilliant lifter uh, uh, Helen beat Ella top tier uh, lifter to be fine, at yeah. Easterns as well but I think I could be wrong I might be slightly off so I hope I don't insult Helen but I think Helen was one three two. And Ella I was, think Ella, we've heard that she's going for a bulk as well. Yeah. So she's actually going to put on weight. Yeah, and Ella was one o two, so it's like a big difference, like um, to try to try and compete with that. And then, like for me, it's like where do you go with that? Do, do I try and push Ella up and potentially put her health at, at risk? Yeah. Um, to try and be competitive at that weight, or or should they just put in another fucking weight class? Um, but yeah, that's probably just me being selfish. Right, yeah. You always get to the point like that's what I was thinking with some of my lifters, you're like, Oh, I could push them to this or that but I, I don't like I've actually spoke about this in the podcast the last couple of episodes, but there seems to be a like a, a sort of weird thing in Scottish powerlifting where they don't like people going down weight classes. Yeah. A lot of coaches will push them to be in higher weight classes and I'm like, still probably even optimally if you're a a sub hundred kilo lifter. If you're going to be around the twelve percent body yeah. fat range, you're mm-hmm. probably going to be more efficient, yeah, uh, and you'll be able to perform better on the day. 
I think so. Yeah. Um, it's the same. It's not just in Scottish powerlifting, just like in general, like with powerlifting, there's so many like stereotypes. Like people, yeah. like, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. It's the same with Margarita actually. She, Margarita usually sits about um, between fifty three and fifty five kilos. Yeah. She was in Greece for like a month, went home to see her family, um, and then came back about fifty seven, and she wanted to compete in the fifty five one. Yeah. So it wasn't even a diet. We like cut fibre. Um, Carbs were a wee bit lower, and we water loaded up for the last week, and she yeah. was getting fucking bams for pure gym messaging her like, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing this, going into a competition, this and that." Oh yeah, she, yeah. she sent me the messages, and I was just like, just like, just ignore that. Like, we'll definitely get onto the topic of people giving yeah. us solicited advice because we both get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that all yeah. the fucking time. Well, she had fucking PVs and everything anyway, and had a good day. Went nine for nine, so yeah. if she did nine, I'd be like, oh no, maybe she should have died. Again, like for, again, if you're a coach, you're always playing it online. Aye, definitely. And there's always things can always go wrong, but no, it's great. No, she, yeah. I've, I've followed them both those lifters for a little yeah. bit, and they're really quite impressive for how little yeah. time they've been putting in as well. Aye, aye, we skied on Brighton as well. So she finished a one twenty deadlift. I actually changed that. So yeah. it was another girl in a weight class and in order for Sky to win so mm-hmm. you can put their I don't know what the exact rule is in the Scottish powerlifting but in the BDFB you can put the thing in and then you can change the lift I think you attempt. can do that if you're going to win the class yeah. or if you're going to set a record or Aye. Something. Within, within a minute so what I did was we were originally planning on 117.5 deadlift to finish yeah. the most she's ever done before was 112.5 um, and then I changed it I told her I was like look this is what I want to do if you pull 120 you'll win yeah. provided that they don't change theirs yeah um, she pulled 120 by the time it finished the next class it was next so they never noticed until it was too late yeah so that class had pulled hers but Sky had, had already kind of won it actually went at yeah. that point so that um, kind of happened similar to the old Scottish where like Sanya came to pull last because like we would the idea was that we were going to pull 120 and that was it yeah. So like we get one twenty. That was like our big goal for that meet. I was like, we get that, and pulled any problem. And I seen that the other one, like her, this woman's second attempt, um, she totally butchered that. Yeah. That Mary Shaw, I think it was. She butchered it. One twenty, it barely got past Shin. I was like, there's no way that she's lifting this. I yeah. put one twenty five in front. Then in our third attempt, she got it, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, you're gonna need to pull one twenty five. And then I didn't tell her it was to win, but it was to win. But yeah. it was brilliant. See, third Some people do that though as well. The lifters, yeah. you see them doing the like second attempt, and you're like, "There's no fucking way they're doing anything else." Nah, and yeah. then they'll jump ten kilos or something, and then the next one, it's like it's the exact same. Or else like... they fucking it's smooth. Did you did you see that Andrew Herbert squat at the slingshot meet? Nah, he was going for a world record in the one tens. There's a lot, a lot of controversy. Oh, no, the judging was getting with the judging and yeah. stuff. But like for him, like the mental strength, he took it out. He unracked it. The yeah. squat on his second attempt, it was a world record attempt, and it almost folded him in half. He, um, they let him re rack it and take it back out, and it yeah. was like almost again the squat was fucking nowhere near the other spotters yeah. did pretty well. Um, and then he comes up a couple of minutes later and he started and fucking smoked it. Jesus, um, I think it was a wee bit high, like, no, oh, well, like yeah. he came out and said he thought it was a wee bit high. It's good when to see it back. I think even Kyler Worlam and stuff were saying that the lifts that they got on that thing, they were just like, probably wouldn't give it myself. Yeah. But the mindset on that to like almost get folded in half by a squat and then come back and get it, like it's pretty fucking good. It's a mad sport for that as well. You had another lifter as well, yeah. Man. Josh, um Canadian boy. So he he done alright. He went seven for nine, like given how his training had been going, we, yeah. we, we expected a wee bit more. He missed his last squat and his last deadlift. Um 
He wasn't too upset. He added forty kilos to his total from was it March that the Union That's Champs right. was again a um, forty kilo increase. Yeah. Really anybody but we were kind of thinking before it was going to be closer to maybe 55 ish yeah so but it is what it is um yeah but still he's, he was happy enough he's made solid gains um yeah so that's not bad again like a lot of people understand that like strength and performance isn't linear and even Aye. though like, you can do your best to like periodize everything but sometimes it just doesn't add up on the day that's something definitely. i need to fucking beat into my clients and lift those when it comes yeah. to I like, I've got one client I've no mention his name but he's competing at Easterns and he's annoying as fuck and you, you know you're annoying as fuck and he's like oh I'm going to pull 180 in this and I'm like you've never pulled more than 160 it's only 8 weeks away yeah and he's like oh but I've been putting like 5 kilos on my deadlift every week and I'm like it doesn't work like that <laughs> if it worked like that everybody would be deadlifted uh, over 500 kilos within about a year of training but like just because your like your progression is very strong and linear doesn't mean it's going to stay that way it's actually the opposite. It gets worse. <laughs> it's why it's, I think it's so good. I, I don't work very well. I, I seem to not work very well with younger males. Yeah. I don't know if it's an ego thing and impatience thing. Yeah. But it just fucking annoys me and I don't seem to get the best out of him. I don't know if it's because... Apart from Stefan, I've got Stefan. Uh, really I've, I've, uh, I've never actually spoke um, to him, but I've seen him. Uh, he works at the Sainsbury's just now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen him a couple of times. He's a cool guy. He's pretty, like, pretty... Quiet and that, he probably wouldn't go his way to a lot of you, but um, but he's so patient and he can just like. Whereas a lot of young guys that work with in the past, it's always like that this number, I need this number by this date. And when you get the people that are just like, I just want to get a wee bit stronger, yeah, they tend to long term be better anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, get ones that develop and actually believe in the process and stuff. That's why I feel quite blessed with Aaron, yeah, Aaron Tate's one of my lifters because you just get on with it and fire on, yeah. Also, like best arse in Scottish Power. Oh, absolutely, best arse in Scottish Power. I would say so. Nobody's beaten that. Not for a long time, anyway. Nah. As I remember the last time, I think it was the juniors or the push pull. Can't remember what it was. Where he slapped his arse and I just shit, belted yee ha. <laughs> it's like in the live stream of that. All you can hear is that. It was just like Jesus Christ, it's fucking brilliant. What's there? He's a cool guy. Got good attitude. Good attitude to training. Yeah. For somebody who's young and making a lot of improvements, he's not a fucking dick either. No, he just keeps going on. Yeah, he's great. That's why I am. Um, when I started training him, I was like, just PTing him. This yeah. is before I like really want, and then it was put so much effort. And I'm like, you might as well put this effort towards something. Yeah, it's just wasted at that point. Yeah. Same with Sanya as well, because um, those are my two like lifters where I'm like they're my proper lifters. Yeah, other people I've got four other newcomers going into it, but pardon me uh, some of them are just taking off see how they feel about the sport yeah but you kind of get that as well didn't you I found that I get people like Sky is a perfect example like yeah. she was a PT client like and then it's just almost the environment because of the mm-hmm. group sessions and stuff like and we'll obviously get the group chat yeah she just kind of gets sucked in yeah, and I didn't force that at all like a couple yeah. of girls were competing they came her and Sean her boyfriend came down to watch and then the next day in a PT session, they were like, oh, we want to do that. Yeah, so it happens so. all the time. I've had that with some of my former clients, and then a lot of them, you'll get the ones that get the shitters, and be like, oh, I want to do that, and then you'll be like, right, and then they'll be like, uh, nah. I've had some people, like Aaron's girl from Gatlin, gave it one try as well, yeah. didn't like it, and that was it. Yeah, fair enough. But it's, um, it's brilliant. Um, even my girlfriend's given it a shot at yeah. as well. So. It's not for everybody, that is the thing. You try it, you might not like it. It's not. I, I think like the BDFPA because um, apart from Josh, the two girls that was the first competition. Yeah. It was a really good comp for that. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty nice and sort of. 
Everybody's friendly, man. Uh, it looks like, quite casual. It looks chilled, quite nice. like it's a good. Um, there's some decent wee lifters and all. There was a wee lassie that was a 47.5 kilo body weight. Jesus. Like, I think she deadlifted like 135 or something. Jesus. That's um, a good number um, for that. Yeah, I think she had a big. She never had a massive bench, like for, for her size, was still alright. I think it was like 47.5 or 50 maybe. Yeah. But um, she had a big decent squat as well, if I remember rightly. But uh, yeah, there were some good lifters. Dean McVie was there. Oh yeah, he's got a strong man. Nice he's strong. won um, best lifter. Uh, he's, he was in that as his 10th competition of the year between powerlifting and strongman. Yeah, he's doing, uh, you see him everywhere. Um, I remember I followed him on Instagram and never followed me back. <laughs> so, uh, he's dead to me. He's a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he can't follow everybody. No, no, I'm like, can we doing that? <laughs> no, I am. Um, so, uh, maybe if you come on the podcast at some point I'll get that sort of, but no, I am. Um, Get brilliant lifter. I think he's still aiming for that Scottish squat record, isn't he? What is the Scottish squat? Because he's an eighty-three, isn't he? I think it's like two fifty something. He squatted two twenty yesterday. So really, his squat was around two forty. I think was it? Yeah, I think he has in the past squatted yeah. big, um, but he was competing there, and then the week before he was doing uh, Nations. He's probably a bit dead. Yeah. To come and try to get up for that. Try and then the week, I think two weeks before that, it was in Orlando for the official strongman stuff. Well, yeah. So. Oh, and I seen that. Um, when he done um, I can't remember because when I seen him like he's a really really good lifter but it's something that 83's class is obviously something I pay a lot of attention to because Aaron's yeah. going down to the 83's yeah. um, but yeah good lifter definitely one to take off the, the old chop block yeah. and then Simon Chan I'm gunning for Simon Chan who is that? Simon uh, Chan that he's like the big Chinese boy at 83's who's like I feel like yes that what, ah, what, yeah. what, what <laughs> does he what does he he's a might be Glasgow you know Aberdeen right I think yeah. it might be Aberdeen I think he competes up north I know as well yeah but people actually like I've heard like rumblings that people avoid the 83 class because he's in it yeah but his numbers are like they're good they're really yeah. good numbers but on a British level they're yeah not like top tier but in the 83 kilos are, there's one guy in British I can't remember his name but he's got like a 730 plus total or something yeah it's madness has like 100 kilos on everybody else kind of like yeah Alice Freeman and Mario and that way because they're just top and tail above which is pretty mad but yeah interest sports show to give a wee mention like how did you actually come into this and how did you get to powerlifting well coaching in general general, fitness or what else there as well kind of same as probably most people like uh, I was just interested in fitness when I was was a young boy yeah Um, when I left school I kind of fucked about for a few years go into a lot of trouble with fucking the police and whatever else like usual stuff and then it's because you didn't have a soul uh, well gingers don't like have souls exactly. so um, but my ma had coached me she knew I was ginger for the start so she was like right, going right. to try and insert some soul into him it's almost like um, a ginger concentration camp 100% <laughs> but then it was just like I just it was the only thing I ever borrowed with like I don't want to be geared up your stereotypical I started the gym and it made yeah. me feel better and whatever else, but it kind of it gave me something to focus on. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It does. A lot of um, people, yeah. Apart from going out and getting mad with it, fighting with people and whatever else. Yeah. Um. So I, I just kind of fell into it for there. I've done a PT qualification that was going quite good. I still had a lot of kind of negative behaviours at that time. So PT would go well, and then I would go out on a Friday and come home on a Monday afternoon, like yeah. Um. turn up from night. a shift or miss a client or something like that. Yeah. So. It took me a few years, man. Like, I think that's a message that I would like to put out to kind of younger PTs as well. Like, I'm I'm doing quite well now. Like, yeah. actually, like, 
I never thought I would do this well, to be honest, but yeah, it, it I, took I, a I, long time. Yeah, like, it was an exact same boat. I never think I, I never thought yeah. like, even when I was doing the the fitness qualifications at college, I never ever thought that I would be a PT or a coach yeah. or even own my own gym. I never mm-hmm. thought that was in the pipeline. Yeah. Aye, so it just uh, aye, PT was alright. Um kinda got to a point where I was like relatively I don't want to say successful, but I was doing alright, I was making an alright living. Yeah. And I was kinda like when I went into PT I d I didn't have a full understanding of what it was. I thought it was just like training people in commercial gyms. That was what PT was. Yeah. That was the only kind of thing. Um, so I always thought it was a young person's job and I would move on to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what exactly that was going to be. Um, I had a, probably, I don't know if you had this, probably most PTs that were like, oh, why what we athletes or whatever. Yeah. At yeah. some point. So I went to Stirling Uni um, to do sport and exercise science. Uh, did some volunteering with the SNC stuff with the, yeah. sw- the swim team and also with Stirling County Rugby Club. And I fucking hated it. Um, yeah, yeah, I was like, do you know what? I want to do PT. See, we're working with like, athletes like that. It's a fucking nightmare to try and get them in the gym. It's yeah. an absolute nightmare. Because I've been told, like, because uh, I've done my honours degree in uh, sports science in Aberdeen, and like all the lecturers are just like, uh, you can try your best, but yeah. like, athletes don't want to be in the gym. They just uh, want to do their sport. Yeah. And trying to convince them that like getting 10 kilos out of their squat is going to help the performance is like maddening to them sometimes. Yeah. It's hard to get that through to them. Aye, so it was a kind of crossroads, I was in there, um, went to Stirling Uni, didn't really like it, but I had started powerlifting, what I thought was powerlifting, I was just kind of yeah. about six months before it, um, my, a guy who I PT'd with in Glasgow, Alan Steele, he used to be a record holder and a, a Scottish champion, I think, silver at the British in the yeah. 80s, he had kind of introduced me to it and he was like, he didn't coach me, but he was like, just jump in, train with me, I'll, I'll help you along, kind of got me started. And then I carried that on when I went to Stirling Uni, picked up a coach in there who was a guy, a PhD student, James Dugdale's name was. Um, he kind of took me through my first competition and I was doing that at the same time. When I realised uni wasn't for me, it was all, before I went to uni it was always like, either I want to go into S&C or I want to probably yeah. go into gym management. So when I came, I got a job in gym management because I decided I wasn't staying yeah. at uni. The good thing, it was with a gym group, so I had worked for them for a few years as a PT. Yeah. Um, that's how I ended up in Edinburgh. So Cameron told the gym that's like it got delayed for like nearly two years. Yeah. I was supposed to open that as a system manager. Um, the good deal with a gym group was you were allowed to PT ten hours a week. Yeah. As part of your shifts, and you kept the money, um, because the salary was fucking shit. Oh. Um, yeah, but that imagine. was like if you can PT ten hours on top of that, that you're going to be making And you're money. still only working forty hours a week, but. Then I that was all all well and good, and then they floated on the stock market. Things started changing. You weren't allowed to PT on shift anymore, whatever. Yeah, else. they started to really really change about like just typical big business, like knee yeah. hard feelings towards the gym group. Like I wouldn't be where I was just now if it wasn't for them. But to follow the budget was, model that's going on now, like because yeah. every gym's the same. Yeah. I even use the same template. Right, it, it was always going to happen. So at that point. I was like, I had started a wee lifting club in the Jim Murrayfield, yeah. um, which is still running. I don't, I, when I left the Jim Murrayfield, I handed it over to a young guy called Stuart Tate. Boy with glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Scottish Dynamo Club. So I used to train at that gym until I opened my own place. Yeah, so um, Stuart, I passed it on to him, he kept going with it. He, I used to coach Stuart for powerlifting. Yeah. He's actually thinking about coming back. Nice. Now that he's heard Mike Morris is retired. Oh, Stuart, 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 I'm not joking about that. Uh, well, maybe. Um, maybe I don't know. He's decently lifted like uh, 66, like he pulled, he pulled 230 in the gym, I think, and he missed it in comp. 
I think went maybe 230.5 he tried in comp for, yeah. the, for a rec- junior record at the time um, but then he, he got a wee knee, he got an injury and he, he kind of took a wee step back for it but so he continued that um, he passed on with one of the other boys in, in Murrayfield and then he moves over to Cameron Toll and started up there yeah. with another boy who I now coach as well um, and I they seem to be going good but I so I decided that I just wanted to go feel self-employed again um, yeah. at the time like I was getting more and more into powerlifting I was starting to train more and more people for yeah. that it's just kind of happens doesn't it like you, you yeah. sh- you're interested in something you, you talk about it more you post about it more and then people get interested in that yeah it just kind of clings um, yeah and, gets it, and it just kind of happened I just kind of ended up doing it um, and I have like don't regret it one bit it's kind of amazing I love yeah. it um, love coaching people for that I just like even though now like I, I'm training for a strongman competition which is actually this weekend but powerlifting the thing I like about it is so objective like there's no yeah it's iron's iron it's uh, what weighs on the bar that's it yeah um, it just gives people something to work towards as well yeah. it's not like the only thing that I get annoyed at is like the subjectivity within the referees oh, 100% like um, some of the standards is all over the place um, yeah you'll never get like a, like an objective like depth call because there's some that I'll like go red in the face like IPF Worlds was an yeah. absolute travesty what happened there like people were going are like fucking arse the floor and they were like getting red light yeah. I don't really understand that like you've probably you or anybody who sees my stuff probably knows that I'm pretty fucking they probably think I hate on the IPF I don't <laughs> as a concept I think it's good the high standards yeah. and stuff but it's just really hard to police so at local level that's not happening Oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, and then yeah. even it's at Worlds when you're watching Worlds it's inconsistent but what we need to remember is it's fucking human beings in it exactly. so, ah, so there's, there is there's, there's human error there but it's the same with football or rugby or whatever else yeah. ref, maybe not rugby so much but it's definitely in football the referees get fucking uh, crucified do you yeah. know what I mean so, the thing is I've had like a couple of times where I've like shouted not like shouted at ref but yeah. like that was a stupid call but then I was uh, like oh but they're only doing their job sort of thing uh, but again sometimes it's when you think it might be like a bit um, personal yeah when, when you, that, that annoys me like when mm. you think would they have passed that if it was their own lifter or when you see two calls right after each other that, yeah. that are different that are do you know what I mean that the lift looked the same but you gave a different call yeah then the other that's a bit iffy because yeah. normally like it has to go with like a line so if um, for instance if somebody has like a, a soft right knee like they'll keep an eye on that knee for yeah. the next time they'll do it and if you do that again they will red yeah. light you but as long as you make like a, an actual effort to change the call like it'll normally give you it. but um, I've seen a couple of the one particular one was when Aaron had the bench and like I've seen his heels were on the floor yeah. off the floor and I was like they're fucking on the floor you can see yeah. the pressure through the heels but it was because of your shoes it was where yeah. we changed that but the thing with that is because it seems to, like the newer refs are good yeah um, it was Claire Talker that called him on it and I think, yeah. I think oh, she's one of the best to be she fair. is a good ref I'm saying but, but again, she got called on it yeah. Um, for not having lifting shoes exactly. on, so I think it's maybe put it in her head a wee bit. Could be but that as well. I, in my opinion, I think she's one of the fairest. To be no, fair. that's what I said. Like, um, it is good, and that's why, like, but you can't you get was, like you get passionate about your lifter. Yeah, hundred percent. I even said on episodes before, I was like, great lifter, are actually quite cool, and I was just like, totally understand the call. Yeah, <laughs> like totally get it. But, but it is like when it's easy. To, I hate the moment, but like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, it's like the rule technically says as flat as the shoe will allow so if yeah. you just get shoes on that don't allow it to be 100% flat then 
Is it a right call? Yeah, exactly. There's always ifs and buts. Yeah. But again, you can see the um, pressure of the years, but... But then that's something that they need to clarify in the yeah. rules. Because this year, there's been so many fucking calls on that that have been a bit... Uh. Yeah. We get one... Um, <laughs> I actually videoed it. We, we, we oh. get one, your man Boa, the Scottish, called Ailey called for feet off, for, yeah. for shoes being off, and they weren't fucking off. Right. And yeah. I'll come out and say it was a rank call, but yeah. I'm no I'm no bothered, like, people make mistakes, whatever else, but it was her yeah. first lift. We gave her a red on it, she she got two whites and that was the one red. Yeah. She then missed her next one and I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, I was just too busy thinking about that foot and I was like, ah, ignore yeah. it for the last one and do it. Um, but then they, they went up. The, the, the thing that annoyed me was, uh, I don't think it was anything where I think people make mistakes, but there yeah. was a, like... A couple after it, that was the, their feet were clearly off, and it was at that same side, and, yeah. and they got white. So I'm like, you looking at is that? But then I, I don't think it's personal, but I think that's maybe a thing of like he he sees my stuff on Instagram. He's maybe seen a week before her bench and be like, I'm going to look out for that. Is her foot off? And yeah. is that do you then fall victim of that because you're like you talk like to something. somebody and they're aware of your stuff? And could, yeah. would you be better just like keeping yourself yourself almost? Um, that's actually a really good point as well because again all the lifts are plastered everywhere yeah I know so the judges could see that and be like oh I don't know if that was good yeah. and then I'm going to watch it for that and then it, they might think they see it because that's what they're looking for ah. um, but that's actually anyway. a good point um, yeah thankfully that's not, not that bad <laughs> well it'd be better as well <laughs> to be honest um, yeah there's a couple of things that are quite annoying that within like not even just the IPF but the Scottish powerlifting as yeah. a whole and I know that is the IPF branch but I've spoke about um, a couple of other things. Is there anything particular in the IPF or the Scottish thing that's actually quite annoying at the minute? Are you asking me that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but how long did you say you've got? Well, oh, I've got, I've got plenty of time. We can, we can talk all day, son. <laughs> Aye, there's fucking loads. Um, <laughs> well, do you know what? See, in terms of the people actually running it, mm. probably not. Like, it, to be fair, they are quite sound. They're, um, they're doing a better job than what was happening when I first kind of became yeah. aware of it and whatever else. See, when I first joined the fucking, as a member, and you get added into this Facebook group, yeah. it was a shit show, man. Really? Like, everybody was just fighting with each other. At least now they're, they're only bitching about each other. It was oh, just yeah. like... Um, there's just the, like... But the, 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 the boys, like, the, the boys fatiest that run it, like, yeah. I, sometimes there's a couple of times that like, they've said stuff on the mic to people that I'm a wee bit like, oh, come on man, it's the guy's first competition or whatever, like, yeah, I cut them a bit of slack, but they run about all our fucking Scotland and they do, yeah. they're volunteers, like, See, it was the same thing, with yeah. the judges as much as like, like me or you will moan when it's our lifter, yeah. like, I'm a hypocrite because if that was somebody else's lifter, I wouldn't fucking care. Yeah, Do you know exactly what I mean? Yeah. I only care because it's happened and to me. And like, we're there, we're getting paid by the people half time, yeah. like for all the coaching that, and they're just like taking the free time out of their right. days to actually yeah. just go run it. But they do, they do get like stuff from it. Like I think ATS have probably got some clients from it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I am. They, they're doing quite well. Yeah. And, like their actual kit and stuff as well. Yeah, they get keep the the, yeah. the local stuff and that. Which is so. mad. But it's there's. Um, I think it's clicky. I think that's that it's like cliques. it's I and that's what what's refreshing about going to a BDFPA one. Yeah. Or when I joined the GPC Scottish, which is a fucking amazing competition. Oh yeah, the GPC like, Scottish. Right. So much fun. Yeah. Um, Andy Kearney will admit himself that he's a narcissist, mm. but in terms of putting on a, an event like fucking sent well, right. like, especially the facility as well outcast there yeah and it's just cool. different it was just a different vibe even because like, all my lifters apart from me lift in Scottish powerlifting yeah 
and they all came and watched me and everyone and I'm like that was fucking amazing like, that's, that's so right, much that's just a lot more I remember yeah. um, Michael Baxter one of the guys I, I fucking spoke to years ago he used to train Kakori trains Apex in Kakori fucking opened Apex strength and conditioning literally like two weeks I've after I, I, I used to live literally a two minute walk from it yeah uh, they opened it after I left Kakori yeah I was like bastard but even he was saying he was like you've got an IPF meeting like it's just like quiet and everybody's like sure. but then you go to these GPC ones or uh, tested federations and they're all gone mental uh, and it's not just the same playlist on all the time yeah uh, <laughs> all the music, and the music yeah, yeah, down for the, the sickness a million uh, times I fucking hate that song. I don't like that kind of music anyway. I love that kind of music. I like fucking hate Disturbed Day. Like they, they should like, put some rap music on. Damn, that'd be decent. Some like old school gangster rap. None of this new school SoundCloud nonsense. But yeah, I think uh, there's particular cliques within it. Um, I don't know. You can tell when it's like certain coaches. I don't want to speak about a certain coach because he gets mentioned a lot. Just this. No, I've said it by name. It's by the way. He's been mentioned a lot because like we had Mike Morris on, who's yeah. actually coached by him, coached and injured. But um, like, there's so many that you can tell by how much clean. And then it's almost like manifested by coaches that bring in their influence on people yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But then you can. You've got other coaches that we. Know. But is he that? Like, I don't know the guy. Yeah. Is he that fucking bad? Well, it's. Michael will know is probably more than anybody else yeah uh, I think like coaching efficacy wise uh, pretty bad yeah Um, I wouldn't admit that anybody that thinks that they are um, perfect and technical wise and that as well like I think they're a pretty bad coach Uh, but that's not not even by anything he's done if if you're one of the people and he is like they just openly criticises constantly then what are you hi I, I actually made a post about this not long ago and that yeah. wasn't about him it was about like what's happening in there because he's not really there anymore in Scottish yeah, Pro he's not really there seems yeah. to be this thing it's like um, like calling out other coaches about what they're doing wrong calling out oh, big, yeah, calling yeah. out big name coaches calling out like whatever this person's doing this shit or whatever else like yeah. that doesn't show me that you're a good coach for me personally I'm no, like yeah, show me what you're doing that's good like stop showing me what everybody else is doing that's bad like, yeah it's, it's again like, it's also making a holier than thou sort of thing aye. like I wouldn't do this to this because of this and it's aye. like um, nobody does everything perfect like I bet yeah, you if you watched that. fucking five of my sessions you'd probably ah, he's, he's doing that that one day yeah. and if I watched five of yours I'd probably do the yeah, same the like, exact same um, everybody's different but it's just like when it becomes a thing like constant I, I, I like talking about training like it's yeah. probably the only, one of the fucking only things that they talk about and, I, and there's people a lot of people that I like talking to training about yeah. that I don't speak to about training anymore because I can't be asked listening and I'm fucking yeah. the ones that I get annoyed at are like novice lifters uh, me and a couple of my like mates or guys at my gym talk about these guys but like the people that are like they've had one competition and they think that they can speak about other people's technique or yeah. they, can, they can talk shit about a lifter because they're not hitting certain depth or, and I'm just like you've only been just in the door like right. shut the fuck up but like, you do that don't you I'm pretty sure I've yeah. done that like, everybody does but um, like, um, in, in everything like when I was a PT early on yeah. I slagged off all the PTs mm. um, I still do but just the ones that I don't like <laughs> yeah, but, but I know just like random people um, old when I when I just got into powerlifting, and I was the same. Yeah. When I was a fucking when I was doing men's physique stuff, I slagged off powerlifters. Yeah. No, no, when I started doing powerlifting, I slagged off bodybuilders yeah. and whatever else. Like you do that when you're new to something, you're you're really opinionated on it, and then when you learn more, you start yeah. thinking, I don't actually fucking know. Yeah, it's the whole Dunning Kruger effect. 
Aye. when it comes to yeah. it. But that's the only thing that annoys me. I just like haven't educated and been like, by the way, shut up. <laughs> it's yeah. like, don't really know too much. Uh, just want to come into it, but that's just because we're getting a few other people I know messaging about yeah. it, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, I definitely, like it's, it's definitely better than what it was a few years ago. Scott oh Carlson. yeah, yeah. But I'm only really into it in the last year or so, yeah. year and a bit. Um, but I think it's been run pretty well. But there is just it's the. It's run pretty well in terms of like how it's hangmade in the days. Yeah. Um, I don't like the thing in it. It's not to do with Scottish power. when it comes to IPF, like it's under rules. They can change the, change the flight times like last minute and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I don't see the fucking point in it. Like, no, that's pretty weird. Because there was one of the events earlier on in the year where they were like, "Oh, we changed the times. Like ninety guys are up now, and ninety three guys are like, we thought we were in the afternoon and all that." Yeah. Says in the rules we can change it. I'm like, it doesn't make it right. How are we going to get warmed up properly? Um, yeah. That doesn't make any I sense. I think what ended up happening was they, they, they stopped it, they went with the original thing, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the reason was, but um, there's that, and then the obvious thing, like, the most thing we hang is the, the, the clickiness, but do you know, it's like, as much as like fucking smudges the guy that everybody scapegoats and whatever else, it's there's a lot of people doing similar stuff oh absolutely he's just um, not like he's just the one that's because um, I can always go to him but there's another there's another coach as well that you can sort of see a cult of personality and how this yeah. person acts uh, how she acts yeah. a lot as well uh, but, and a lot of people that are the same but that's why I started to think well, you can sort of see a coach's philosophy and how they view things yeah. how their lifters act yeah. all the time so if you have them that are closed off and they talk shit about other people, like, yeah. nobody's going to like that. And that's obviously stemming from them yeah. all the time. But if you have somebody that's actually well-spoken, happy to speak to everybody, then you can tell that like um, different things yeah. have been passed down. Yeah, it, it just depends on what they're doing. Like, and, and if you're like closed off and you don't want your lifters speaking to other people, well, there must yeah. be a reason for that. Is it because yeah. you're insecure about Massively whatever, insecure. whatever else? Like, and then, But then somebody said to me recently, like my, my lifters are like a wee cult. Yeah. Like, and I might. I don't. I don't really care if people think that. Then that's up to them. Oh yeah. My lifters, they're all pretty close. They're pretty close to each other. Pretty close to me. We all go on. It's kind of a wee community. And if people think that's a call, then oh, who cares? Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but I think we're pretty open. Like everybody yeah. seems to. Sp- Apart from me, I don't really speak to a, a lot of coaches anymore. I'm kind of the same. Like I don't like. Um, I don't go out my way to speak to people. But yeah. like they'll come up and then I'll speak to lifters if they're there. I'm not closed off. Yeah. But like. Seem like Aaron will go about and he's quite probably like Nick Whitecross and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like, so all of them, and like, I learn for anything that they say when they see his lifts and they say to me, and I'm like, cool, yeah, uh, I can learn from that as well. Yeah. Aaron um, speaks to everybody, man. Ah, he's uh, fucking. He just plays at the DMs of Joe Sullivan and that. Ah, he's like best pals of Joe Sullivan, uh, honestly. <laughs> he talks to him all the time. Like, I see him Honestly, every time I'm like, mad. Absolutely mad, but um, fucking, he's like the blue-eyed boy powerlifting in Scotland. Every time he goes up to the platform, everybody's going, yeah, half for him half the time. It's great, and Sanya as well, because like she's just a wee cutie Indian yeah. that like chats to everybody when she's there. Aye. She's also got the, the she doesn't like dogs, though, don't you know? No, she's terrified of dogs. See, you don't, I don't really trust people that like dogs. It's in it's in the Indian. Uh, it's because well, I'd say it's the Muslims' fault. Yeah, uh, Sanya's not Muslim. <laughs> she's Hindi. But um, what it is, is um, in the Muslim religion, cause, um, there's something like they say dogs are dirty. Right. They say dogs are like worse than the devil or something, something like that. Uh-huh. So some Muslims won't even go into a house and it's got a picture of a dog in it. They're that terrified. Uh-huh. So when you hear like, 
somebody of that because I had a couple of mates who were Muslim and they'll, they'll say oh I'm scared of dogs they just don't like dogs yeah. and that's more inhumane mm-hmm. but I think in that case you're going to have like a lot of mangy mucks and a lot of disregarded dogs and they're going to run about crazy Aye. and then they'll end up biting people and I think Sanya had that experience so mm-hmm. I do I'm like I said to her we're going to get a gym dog so she was going to have to deal with that yeah. anyway she'll get you still man oh I should be fine I said to her I was like wait till I get a husky like a big fucking 30 odd kilo dog It'd be beautiful. That's perfect. But um, Aye, so he, Alan is he he kind of goes, but Ellie's a wee bit like that. Ellie talks to Aye. everybody. She's pretty. She's in that group chat thing with the like. Yeah, the, and the one I'm in as well. Yeah, lifters of Scott. What is it? Powerlifting in Scotland or something. Yeah. But that's the same man. It's like a powerlifting for everybody in Scotland. Chat apparently. Yeah. But there's only certain people in it. Yeah, I think anybody's like lifting. Again, you don't want to be in the chat. Yeah. It's a lot of shit. I'm in it just because like Will Brown's in it and Martin Boa and Bitchin. So if I have any questions about IPF stuff, yeah. I could just put it in. By the way, what's this? Aye. If I've got a misunderstanding or a rule, I can just fire it in that chat yep. without looking at the deluded um, mm-hmm. rule book. But and like you get like pretty much heads up on when things are going to be released. Aye. So like I can get told when entries are going to open or. The, yeah. the provised dates of things so that's what it's useful for yeah uh, some of the chats it's fucking so many chats I've about, heard I've had a few screenshots so there. many chats about uh, knee sleeves and uh, or Jason the bench or, or Jay, like um, Boa's client he must be autistic eh? yeah <laughs> nice guy but my god oh no just just mad like just ridiculous like I can't explain how bad his chat is he was pretty much <laughs> in the chat talking about how he would manipulate to put on knee sleeves on with referees in the actual chat where like the standard IPF rules and that are like if they want you to take your knee sleeves off and put them back on they can actually do it Yeah. and uh, like he's pretty much saying that he'll need to like he's been trying to put them on bottles and like hair dry them and like yeah. all the stuff that you're not supposed to do and I was like What's the deal? Why is he doing that? Just to get an extra kilo, two and a half kilos out of his squat? Pretty much. Like he's Sounds one of like, these people that think... Sounds like a bit of hassle, man. Yeah, I, I don't see the point in this knee sleeve nonsense. Mike What's Morris the, believes in... Eh? Mike Morris is a massive believer in like super tight knee sleeves as yeah. well, and I'm like, nah. I'm like, just keep them, keep your knees warm, you'll be fine. He's an alright squatter though, is he? Mike yeah. Morris, for his, he's alright all right for, for his body weight. I think he's probably yeah. there. Uh, so, yeah. 190... I think he got a competition. Yeah. What about the boy that was talking about the knee sleeves and the thing? What's he squat? Oh, not very much. He's like that 66 kilo lifter. He's got like a 140, 50 squat or something. His bench is like 140. The bench is the same as squats. Ah, something about that. Nice enough guy, but just like... Yeah. Oh, man, I've never seen somebody... What about the deadlift? Uh, I think about the same, maybe. Maybe, uh, no, about 180, I think. Maybe uh, maybe 200. Is that why his name is the bench? Or ah, it's the bench, yeah. We all know the bench, <laughs> is, the, the bench is the daddy left anyway. But yeah. Nah, no, I thought. <laughs> I remember doing that. I want to speak about the daddy left. But no, there is a quite, like a lot, I wouldn't say negative things about the IPF, the Scottish, but yeah. there's quite a lot of good things in it as well, I would say. It's human, it's human beings, isn't it? You're dealing with human beings, there's always going to be egos, there's always going to be fucking bitching and whatever else. Like, yeah. what, I, there is times where it annoys me, but... Um, You've caught me on a day where I'm not that fucking bothered. I had a decent day yesterday and whatever else. There has been times this year where if you got me on the podcast, I'd probably be like, ah, this person's Going a fucking up, yeah. prick, that person's a fucking prick. But Especially after some of the chats we've had. I yeah. could definitely tell at some point. Um, um, yeah, but it's like, I, I on on the whole, I, I don't know, because there's times as well where I've been like, 
I'm not fucking going to Scottish for different competitions anymore. I can't even bother with it. I've not been. I've not got um, to that level yet. Yeah. Um, I seem to be okay with a lot of the things that are yeah. happening in them. But I couldn't do it. Like when somebody signs up for a comp, I feel like you have to be there to go. Do you know what I mean? Um, but and just fucking endure it. Yeah. Uh, even show up dead hangover. Yeah. Like I've done that a couple of times. Uh, as well. That one time. One time I've done it. One time I've done it. Uh, you had a hangover on that day, didn't you? Man? Bush pool. Aye. You were fucking all over. That, that was minging. Aye. That was minging. Oh, at one point, I, s- I think I've seen you halfway up a guy's singlet. Oh, yeah, well, that's just normal. Uh, that was get, getting the ammonia. <laughs> oh, no, that was minging. Oof, never again. Never, ever, ever again. Didn't care how big Keys does it. Well, he fucking hates it. <laughs> 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 he turns up and fucking aye. He came, he's had a few hangovers and came down. Oh, aye. A couple <laughs> of times I've been at the competition and he'll, he'll text me in the morning like, Thing we's lifting first thing, can you make sure they're alright? And then he'll come down like an hour later. Um, but he's been doing it for fucking, what, 16 years? Yeah, so, tons, tons of years. Um, yeah, he's the same man, I think yeah. he's been through all that like whole process with the Scottish powerlifting stuff. Now he lifts with Irish powerlifting. I don't yeah. like to put words in his mouth, this is just my assumptions yeah. from it. But he, he doesn't compete there anymore. He doesn't really go to the competitions unless he really needs to. Don't unless he's handling um, it. I, I, it's the same like me going to the BDFPA yesterday and being like, oh, that was amazing. Going to the GPC one and being like, that's the best comp I've ever been to. I don't really know anybody. So it's always like that. You enjoy yeah. things. And then, well, in saying that, my first Scottish powerlifting, I think I didn't think that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really fucking like not beginner friendly or not new person friendly. Yeah. Um, but there was somebody there who was super friendly who's. N- I don't know the full story, but I think she got pushed out with Joanna Jack. Um, oh, JJ, aye. Um, yeah. I don't know, but I think she was like kind of smudges mate or something. But yeah, I think what happened with that, I remember Mike's told me about it because he was like really, really good pals yeah. with her uh, when they went to the Commonwealth. I can't remember why, but I think it's something to do with that she didn't feel that she got recognised for how much effort yeah. she put in to Which, what going on. for somebody that only like knows through, like, I only done one competition yeah. in Scottish powerlifting and then I had a couple of clients compete when she was there. Yeah. She was definitely the most helpful person for, ah, yeah. for really? new people. And yeah. um, I'm telling her, like, she, she was in the guy gym as well. Yeah. The older boy. He was also pretty helpful. He's still there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know his setting name. It's like, uh, I don't know. Jim oh, yeah. something. But he's oh, a, Ah, he's it. sound. Yeah. he's really, really sound. Both of them really good, really helpful. Yeah. Like, um, he's really for, nice as well. From noobs and whatever else, and that's what you want, man. You want yeah. like, um, I think she does. She do BPU stuff or something. Ah, sure. I have no um, idea. But I, I don't know what the story was. Like, maybe she deserved it. Maybe she didn't. But um, oh, she was definitely yeah. somebody that I thought was an asset to him. That's that's now not there. But then you've got other people that have stepped in and done stuff. Um, Joanna Platt does quite a lot of the stuff yeah. for them. She's all over the place, like doing all the sporting and loading. Yeah, tons um, of them, yeah. Yeah. She nearly killed. And helping uh, out. Uh, I, 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 one of my lifters are as bad. Her handoffs are the best. Oh, like, no, her handoffs are fucking dreadful. I hope she forgives me for saying that. I, I, I do, I do <laughs> like, like her, but. She just went like, he, two. She might as well just fucking clean, fucking pressed it onto it. It's no crossfit. But no, um, she apologised to Caitlin, and that was fine. But mm-hmm. I was alright. Although I did message her the next day saying, thanks for apologising to the lifter. Oh, yeah. Never followed me on Instagram. 
so you got fouled. <laughs> very, very spiteful. I also asked Mark, I also asked Mark Keys if he wanted to come on the podcast, and he left me on red. And I Did was they, like, uh, I was like, you bastard. Is it still like, going back to you? It's not going back to me at all. I was it like, might bastard. get back to you in like two weeks. No, no, he's dead to me now. Good now, I'm kidding. Welcome. But um, <laughs> I was like, I remember, I was like, I said to him. Because like, the only way I'm going to get him on is if I offer him beer. Yeah. So I was like, we'll get a load of beers and talk shit. And then he just <laughs> ran and I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Violence played. Like, it, like, must be, it must be effort. I'll, I'll get other people on. It's I fine. need his health now. <laughs> it's just because he's pure shred. Oh yeah, he's only used to be a health kick, eh? Nah, he's pure shred. He's only a health kick for about a fucking week. And then he's back <laughs> on the I, I've heard him say about a hundred times, like, that's me, and my booze and whatever else. And then like three days later, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tanked up again. Just, yeah. That's but, what Paul Lawson does to you. Crock, can imagine for that yeah. long a time. You're gonna end up like Mark. Well, I end up like having ten years. <sighs> just hate the world. Yeah, <laughs> drink myself into oblivion. Loving dogs and that's it. Oh, I kind of wait to get my dog. Actually, I'm gonna be fucking powdery. But uh, yes, so there's another thing that I want to chat about as well. And it's something that me and you have both uh, uh, experienced quite a lot recently, and that's when people give out unsolicited advice to lifters. I like so you were chatting about this before you went on a wee bit of tangent and we'll save it yeah come into it with, so. with the thing with, with margarita was it the, the diet thing or? yeah ah, yeah well does that, that and it's just uh, Ailey gets it a lot oh Ailey gets it Ailey gets it more than anybody else with um, her bench she does a yeah. big arch on her bench yeah Um, when she does that in normal gyms or even just on Instagram people commenting on them yeah I'm a fucking hothead sometimes I'm getting better at it but there is yeah. times but there was a guy like this guy was like he was trying to get into her, oh, so he right. was messaging her, sliding into her DMs. Ailey's that much a nice person and a stupid, just let it in a, in a stupid cunt combined that she messaged the guy back, but like, yeah, she's no game of it and she just thinks that the guy wants to be her friend. Oh, nobody wants Disney. to be friends So he's, <laughs> he's messaging her back and forth, blah, 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 and then he asked her, do you want to go to the gym together and train and whatever yeah. else? And she's like, no. And then he asked her, do you want to do this? And she's like, no. Yeah. And then the next day he puts up a post like, People would use bench arches are fucking stupid, this and that. It's obviously hot that she never hung with them, that um, your chest not doing any work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So maybe oh. me, she showed me it and I'm like, fucking went That's on right. to <sighs> Instagram, message stuff. <laughs> he's like, started getting hung with So he's obviously looked through my videos to start slagging me off. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, he's going to go straight for my fucking shit bench. <laughs> so he skips the... He skipped my bench, skipped my squat, and went straight to my deadlift, and I'm like, that's when you know you're a fucking retard. Oh, yeah, because that's like um, a stronger lift. My, my bench is like sitting right there, and you went right past <laughs> it. Um, um, I, she, get, she gets it quite a lot, and then I also changed her deadlift to, mm-hmm. to a rounded back deadlift, which oh, is controversial. controversial, which controversial. She, she got quite a lot of people a lot of messaging fat. her and whatever else about that, about how dangerous it is. Um, so I, it's just. Yeah. I'm at the point now where I'm like, this person's. I, I still struggle not to take the bite, but. Yeah. Well, a lot um, of people, when it comes to, like, especially when you're running back a deadlift, I remember, and you'll remember it as well, when, like, going through, like, your PT qualification, they teach a deadlift yeah. to, like, a hyper extended back. Aye. Like, they teach Which is more dangerous. It's much more dangerous. They try to keep that, and I remember um, Mike Morris had a problem with one of his clients because he went through the same course that yeah. I did, and literally any time where he's back, Move to a wee bit of lumbar flexion, yeah. and just give up on the lift. Yeah. Even though there's so much more difference between like a, like an extended back and a neutral back. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's just like mad. it's so drilled into people. Yeah. It's like mad. it's so hard. It's like imagine you, you came in tomorrow to me, like, and you're yeah. like, oh, I want a PT, blah blah, blah and then I'm like, right, you need to stop drinking water. Water's bad for you. 
you'd be like, what? I've been told water's the best thing in the whole yeah. life. Terrible. And I'm like, nah, it's bad for you. Yeah. So we're literally doing the same things. We, well, yeah. I, I, I certainly am with, with that. And I don't, yeah. like, people get it, because I make such a big deal of it, and I've made quite a few posts about it, like, people think that's the only thing I do. It's no, it's like, yeah. I only did it with, Ellie's the only person that I actively encouraged to do that, to apart from me. Yeah. Um, that actually looks better though. Yeah, it's she's better. stronger in that. Stronger. She's not getting pulled into flexion. The only the, the, the data on it, that barbell medicine and stuff, they've got yeah. a podcast on it. Um, and that they, they they spoke on Jordan for barbell medicine spoke on Mike Tushero's podcast, and yeah. he also done one on his end about it. And the data um, of rounding back in the deadlift shows like you're more likely to get injured with a straight back. Yeah. Um, unless you're getting pulled into flexion, which is a different story. Yeah. So you don't and want to actually. The, the hyperextension thing was also dangerous. So yeah. if there's no fucking data to support it, then then why is everybody yeah. so. And it was the same actually, which was surprising with um, knee valgus, like your knees coming in yeah. on a squat and deadlift. Uh, yeah. There's no data yeah. to support that, that, that actually. Yeah, well, when it comes to like the shear enforcers with that, normally with injury rate, it's normally knee valgus is paired with something else. Yeah. So if you're going to get an ACL injury, you're either going to get, you're either going to fall or you're going to land mm-hmm. with knee valgus or like a turn. Yeah. But if you've just got normal knee valgus, I mean, like nobody wants like, their knees to clap Aye. together. But like, uh, Aaron's got a wee bit knee valgus when he comes in. Sammy's yeah. got a wee bit knee valgus. Like, I think even I do it when I'm coming up for a heavy squat. My knees come in a bit, but your body's trying to recruit yeah. all the muscles it can. I think it's something that sorts itself um, to an yeah. extent. I used to have a lot of knee valgus. Yeah. And, uh, I don't not have it, but I would. It's not as like big. 2.30 and above before before that, that happens and even at that it's minimal but yeah. I think that's just through doing a lot of single leg work getting a bit stronger in, in general yeah. like I've not done anything particularly to no it's just um, like your own unilateral and bilateral work's going to get and then if you go like, this is something that that I is probably a wee bit against the grain if you want to call it that yeah. for what a lot of people do but I don't believe that, like, so I believe that you'll get better results for somebody. So say somebody starts off, like, not a terrible lifter, technically, but not the best. Just average. If you try and make that absolutely perfect and dial it all the way back and you're not letting them, let's say, like, this person's squatting 80, deadlifting 100, benching 55, right? Yeah. And you take that all the way back and don't let them squat above 40 kilos, for fucking six months until it's absolutely perfect at that weight and then go yeah. for 2.5-45 I think you'd be better making sure as long as it wasn't terrible yeah. like progressing them within reason yep, exactly, and trying to yeah. fix it as you go along yeah. for two reasons one you'll keep them interested yeah. um, or else in six months time you might not have them Exactly. and, and two I think that over time your technique kind of Obviously, we're a good coach and whatever else, it'll, it'll help it'll and you'll get there yeah. faster. But it does, yeah. it's because you get to certain weights and you need to kind of change things. You yeah. need to fix it to get to get past that. Exactly. Um, but I don't believe in like dialing everything back to fucking absolutely like just the bar and just oh, doing that. Because yeah. where's the training response for doing that? See, like I absolutely agree with that as well. Because like, um, like the, it even comes to that point where if somebody wants to compete, and this is where I'll take my stance on as well, it's like, there's a difference between the health and performance. Yeah. So what I'm thinking, like, nobody's ever going to perform the cleanest rep when it's, like, uh, a 1RM or, like, a new PB attempt. It's got to look a bit dog shit. It's going to feel like dog shit. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I did see the point as well. If somebody, and I actually agree, if somebody comes in and, like, their technique's not that great, but, like, they can still lift quite a bit within safety as long as yeah. they're safe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
yeah we can iron out kinks later on yeah mm-hmm. but as long as they get better at the movement their 80 kilos that are saying will end up looking like what their 60 kilo done yeah. like in a couple mm-hmm. weeks time as long as they don't get injured yeah. and uh, I think both of us got a pretty good track record for that yeah I, so I don't 100%. think I've, been, I've not injured anyone uh, I know that's the thing you don't I had yeah. a Ella was the only person she's got she had a wee bit of a back thing but she yeah. said it was from rugby yeah. Um, and it's just kind of thing made over time but she's the only person I've ever had that's had, a, had an injury yeah um, um, the only injury I've ever had was a back injury yeah when I was trying to deadlift with a straight back yeah um, so I went through uh, I was getting coached by Mark at the time um, and we were both trying to work really hard on me having a really really straight back it was almost like really low deadlift like a, yeah. like a clean thing and it, oh, yeah, it just doesn't suit yeah. me um, oh you're a tall lad got, got my, my back got injured I couldn't squat a deadlift for 14 weeks Jesus um, during that 14 weeks I was like because at the time I was like I had had so much shit about deadlifting for a round back that I almost yeah. believed it and then during that time I've done a lot of done a wee bit of research I said a lot I did, did a wee tiny bit um, <laughs> watched a couple of videos read a couple of things I got in touch with Tom Martin um, yeah. and went down there asked him what he thought about it took a couple of deadlift sessions with him and he was yeah. like this is what I think you should do and it was like a wee bit of, a wee bit of flexion in the upper back and, yeah. and my deadlift is no look back uh, yeah it's flying now is it not upwards of 300 kilos now no not yet near enough though not yet I, don't, I, did, I did 200 for 15 yeah. um, last week that's part of the one of the events in the strongman comes to two, yeah, or the 200 everything. for reps in a minute so I did 200 yeah. for 15 in 57 settings 56 settings um, which puts a predicted one rep max at 300 so yeah. I'm pretty sure I'll get that in April at GPC Scottish next year yeah that's a nice yeah. wee number to get there for it just be yeah, that's a nice mean number to aim for though. Three hundred is good. Uh, what's your bench gonna look like then? <laughs> but what um, um, you ask about squat or what? Move on. We'll see. Well, I've not done it in the last couple of weeks. Just because well, I took on a coach. Did I tell you that? No, I took true. on a coach for the strongman stuff. So yeah. an English boy, Josh Lancaster. So yeah. um, I actually, uh, but anyway, he's he's got me doing a lot of really specific stuff for the yeah. for the event. So I'm doing a lot of overhead work. Um, yeah. Doing like forty. Five sets a week, four six sets a week overhead. No, way that's heavy. So I mean, it's like yeah, a lot of like light. endurance based yeah. for that. Be a bit. No, um, yeah, that's just a good coach. I remember one guy, and we don't know who we're talking about. You probably won't know him, but like every time he was trying to do strongman training, like yeah. he's literally trying to press his one around like, every uh, day. And I think just now he's managing to press a hundred kilos. Yes. Now he's like, I could press a hundred kilos overhead yeah. without really much training. But See, I couldn't. I'm a fucking terrible presser. Yeah. Like, I've got um, decent mechanics for the deadlift, not so decent mechanics for yeah. the bench. Not that that's everything, but it's, it know. certainly helps with my deadlift. And say I'm a decent so much bencher, that. but I don't really have the mechanics for it either. Yeah. But like, I'm more built for squatting and deadlift, but I yeah. deadlift trash. But um, yeah, so before that, I was looking kind of the, the numbers I hit both for my top set of six and for six sixes. Yeah. But I predicted one rep max at fifty five, uh, one fifty five for bench, which yeah. is, which would be a ten kilo PB. That's not bad. Um, but I would be happy with one fifty if I'm being honest. Like yeah. if I could stick five kilos onto that, and That'd be nice. the last since I started this, I've put twenty kilos on my deadlift every year. Yeah. Um, about fifteen on my squat. Nice. And between I think work suit probably average about seven kilos on my bench, seven and a half maybe like one. That's actually a pretty good increase. 
If I could keep doing that for the next ten years, it'll be fucking no bad. Yeah, get up to there. That'd be nice. Like, um, yeah, bring out that'd be nice. No, um, ah, but when you're going to strongman, you're not going to be doing any bench press anyway. Yeah, so that's so, why. Like, yeah. And I think the overhead stuff will will help. I'm pretty like, like my chest's pretty strong. Yeah. Believe it or not, I can I can dead I can press about the same on dumbbells as what I can on the bar Jesus yeah so I can do 70 kilo dumbbells for sets yeah um, I think it was a set of 3 I did when I was in lift yeah which is 140 my one rep max is 145 yeah bench. so you should definitely build a bench more so that, yeah. like I come off the chest okay and I feel like an inch for lockout so ah, I think yeah. shoulders and triceps I think the overhead work might actually go in my favour should help for um, that whereas like somebody like the young guy Stefan that I train is yeah he's like really um, really short as you know big triceps like but yeah. he's he, he's quite weak off the chest so yeah. like, I think for him maybe a wee bit of my chest work might help me but for me I think the overhead might I think I hope I think I'm hoping more than I'm thinking yeah. that that will play into my bench when I go back so yeah, hopefully it yeah. does I mean some yeah. people do get uh, a really big increase when they do a lot more overhead stuff yeah. but I personally for me increase my bench I've changed up my technique a bit more recently yeah. where I've actually using a lot more leg drive letting yep. it sink a bit more yep. and actually propelling it but mm-hmm. almost like coiling yeah. and then throwing it up very very uh, like totally different when it comes to it but like if you miss groove it it's a shit show because I like, I've just came back for injury and my arm's still a bit fucked yeah. uh, I'm, what, I'm, what was the injury? God, I'm the Michael Jordan getting injured outside Aye. sport um, I don't know what happened. It's like, I think it's my shoulder my traps a bit I don't know what's wrong with it. Masturbation injury? Probably, actually, I. This has not been on too much for me that since it's just no. been me. But no, I am. My arms have just been fucked. But then uh, I went back to Muay Thai because like, I run out of my gym and I was like, yeah, cool, yeah. I went first class, came back, bought a new gum shield and that. It was like, bro, get into this. Second last round of sparring. Uh, I went for a right roundhouse. Boy caught it and, and I don't like to go down. I don't like yeah. to fall. So I tried to readjust my steps. So I sprained my ankle on the lateral side. And then, instead of falling again, I tried to readjust it and then sprained it, boom, on the medial side again. So did, I double did, sprained my ankle. Did you go down after that? Yeah, I did. I went down after that. <laughs> and so then I was like, get a kick in the head. Oh, no, I <laughs> went down, it was nice enough and it was fine. But no, I um, fucking couldn't walk that night. Uh, I had to like grab onto walls to go to bed and shit. And then the next, like, my ankle was in agony after that. And then a couple of weeks later, I was like, my ankle felt okay. My Achilles tendon's still a bit tight. Yeah. But uh, I noticed that there's a bit of weakness in my knee. Mm-hmm. So I noticed when I went down, I actually went down a valgus point and I think I've strained the MCL. Yeah. So I noticed that there's a massive bit of weakness in my knee. So I'm like, great. Managed to squat a couple of weeks, like about a week ago for a little bit. Only got up to 120 for a couple of singles and then it started to feel a bit shit and I was like, I'll just take it back. But should be getting back up to that point at some point. Yeah. I can bench without pain. I just need to change up the technique a wee bit. But I'm aiming for that 200 bench. 200? It's going to happen. And it's going to go down. Oh, no, well, maybe. maybe. I'm actually thinking about uh, getting all my guys to compete at the bench championships next year. Yeah. Just for a laugh. Cause, like, so you can beat them up? Pretty much. <laughs> a self dominance. Because I've got, like, because if Babs, actually, like, I coach a strong man as well, but Big Babs, 6'7. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to do powerlifting, but he's already, without training much, he's got a 160 bench. Yeah. And, uh, he's a big fucker he's, he's a, a fucking boy man he looks boy. like he should compete in some sort of strength sport oh aye he, he's, he's an absolute tank he's like he just needs to learn how to be a bit more um, take a bit more grit in training yeah um, he's just not used to that man. before training at uh, my gym he was only bent, he only squatted like 110 yeah 
and then now he's up to hit 180 for triples and stuff within yeah. a few months just because he is that naturally a massive guy and without much training he benched 140 for a double without uh, yeah. benching more than like 100 kilos just went boop boop yeah. I remember one time he was going for a top single at 160 and uh, he's not too experienced with it yet yeah. so he failed it he tried to bring it forward and I was like I weigh a bit less than 168 this isn't <laughs> going to go very well but um, I think because he's got a good chance of winning the 120 plus um, if I go in I've got a good chance of winning yeah. the 120 if uh, I don't know if I get a 105 like, uh, Aaron would win his class quite comfortably um, even 93s or 83 I think are they still doing the bench championship they're doing the bench but they're not doing push pull right. I think they're doing bench with uh, equipped right. or masters I think it's equipped I don't think you should do it I think it should be fucking full power or nothing Nah, it's bench, bench specialist like, for everyone. For everybody. Like, even the thing, because I've always been like, oh, maybe I could do a deadlift only thing. Yeah. I wouldn't do a push-pull because my fucking bench is terrible, but... I, th- I think if they made it, like, a cool event, where, like, all, like the Andy Bolton deadlift challenge, thing, yeah. like, that's cool. Well, there's that, and then uh, GPC do uh, that tattooed and strong, which is, yeah. like, a push-pull or a deadlift only thing. Yeah. Um, so I'd quite fancy doing something when I actually looked in, I was double-checking the rules because they... Did you see I did that stupid Jefferson deadlift thing? Oh, yeah. Then a 250 on that and I did 260 on someone. Both of them I had never really done before. Yeah. I was just fucking about the gym. So the I was Jefferson like, deadlift, the one true deadlift. I was thinking about then signing up for that tattoo and song and then the deadlift only and then trying to do open at yeah. 260 on the Jefferson, two, <laughs> 280 sumo and then a 300 conventional to finish. Um, <laughs> but for shenanigans. It was just that, like, just for a, a carry on, but then yeah. apparently you're not allowed to do the Jefferson in competition. So. Oh, what? Uh, it's the one true both, both feet need to be behind the bar, apparently. So stupid fucking rules. rule, eh? Stupid <laughs> rules. Absolutely ridiculous rules. But yeah, when it comes to bench, like the bench, I just looked at it and I was like, I looked at all my lifters and I looked at all like, the numbers for bench and I'm like, Got good chances, yeah. you know. Uh, my client Drew as well. He's seen him at the open day at my gym. The ball boy. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit annoying. He's, he's trying to claim that he benched one forty, but he's never touched one forty. But uh, he can get like one twenty for a double at least. Yeah. And at seventy four. I'm like, he's a seventy four. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like that. Sanya should probably win if she went into her class yeah. as well. Fifty plus bench, and uh, Lucy as well. Actually, got a pretty decent bench. Yeah. So it'd be nice to go in and just like sweep and get gold for everything for yeah. a laugh. Good. and then everybody just gets tested positive for drugs <laughs> and the great <laughs> trembling big trembling all the lasses are kicking about with a big beard in that <laughs> <laughs> well that'd be brilliant but um, yeah that's what I was thinking it'd be quite fun to just do a bench championship for that because I've never actually competed in powerlifting have you not? no oh, I didn't competed. know that um, so you want to? nah nah no, not no. regularly. Uh, maybe a bench championship. You'd look like fucking great in a singlet as well. Oh, I know, like, like, 100%. I think Lucy's getting her one delivered soon. I think I'm going to put it on. It's going to be about four sizes to me. Yeah. Like, but I wore, I wore uh, my ex's singlet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was, uh, it was tight. Like, tight. I wanted to show off a bit of cleavage, not <laughs> really. a bit <laughs> of cleavage. It's a shame to change that rule where you have to keep your t shirt on. Well, it's only the IPF that have changed it. Everybody else still does it. GPC, I was deadlifting yeah. with my tap off. So that's why we should go to the GPC. Because yeah. I can get my hair out there. Exactly. No, I am. The wolf man. Pure wolf man. Pure bear. I'm known <laughs> in the gay community as a bear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was thinking of it. Like, I've just. Uh, there's been a couple of times where I've been like prepping, as we'd say, for it. And like, yeah. I like get injured quite a lot, but it's never through training. I always just get injured. In life, yeah. So uh, a couple months ago, yeah. I stepped off a curb the wrong way and tore my quad. Uh, 
Uh, I honestly, I went in, went over my ankle, and then I went, and I was just wasn't paying attention. My knee just slipped in the way. Yeah. Then I went to bed, and I was like, my knee's fucking sore. I got somebody to look at it, and they're like, yeah, you've told your quad. I'm like, yeah. I always tear. I, I look at my quads, and they tear. Um, it's weird, but um, no, I've just never been like as passionate as what I see other people do. Yeah, that's the thing, with it, man. That's yeah. like I did the the GPC Scottish in April, and then I did the, went to Northern Ireland and did that one in, in yeah. July, and it, like didn't compete, didn't do anywhere near. The reason that I went I did that was I wanted to go down to under ninety. Yeah, which was a bad idea. I'm too tall. Like, uh, oh, you're definitely. I was re- I was a hundred and I weighed in at ninety eight, I think, and when yeah. I was under a hundred, and I wasn't. Shredded, but I was really sort of pretty lean. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm doing to 90. I got down to about maybe 93 and a half, all right, 94. Yeah. And and I was like, I, f- I couldn't get much leaner, do you know what I mean? Ah, but, yeah. but I had to. So I went down to about 92 and did a water cut, and it was just like, it just wasn't good for me. Like, nah, cutting that much is um, a bit mad. But that was the same after that because I, I still qualified for the British and I wanted to do the British as an under 90 because I'll like, be more competitive yeah. than what I would as 100. But I just by that point I wasn't enjoying it. I was like, I'm not as passionate. I need some time away. Yeah. Um. Done a few other things, and then uh, obviously the strongman competition. I've still been training, like keeping yeah. up, taking over. I'm pretty confident when I do GPC Scottish next year, I'll get a good have a decent yeah. uh, increase in my total. But yeah, when yeah. you when you're not that, if you're not all in, like yeah, what's the point? So I think like because um I found it quite hard to train as much as I would need to when I was setting the gym up, and yeah. then. Uh, and now just a wee bit over a wee bit burnt out as well sort of stuff. I'm still training I'm training more now than I yeah. was last while it's uh, hard going eh well I'm just about to fucking find out how hard it is ooh. with it with the gym opening and stuff but hopefully I'll still be able to train oh yeah mm. I think it's just still able to train there's always excuses that I have yeah. but it was just um, I went through a bit of tumultuous period where like I broke up a relationship and that as well yeah. so it was a bit of a nightmare for that um, training wise no, I've started to get a bit more into the bag work and that as well I'd always like yeah. to fight again Aye. but I'd need to get down to like 85 80 kilos what are you doing now? I'm a number 180 <laughs> <laughs> I come like 110 115 yeah. I sit about that quite normal is it 24 hour weigh-ins in the fight? Uh, yeah well if I was with Pavel uh, he's the coach he's like the Polish Came with Polish walk I like with this. You like just like negotiate twenty four hour before wins. Yeah. A lot of guys don't want to do that, but they're yeah. just like no 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 no. We'll do it. So if probably I could be twenty four hours, so I could yeah. get down to eighty six or something and then cut to eighty, yeah. which would be all right. But because I've done that before, but I cut from eighty to seventy four kilos. I mean seventy four kilos is weird, man. Yeah, it's really really weird. That was the uh, last fight I had. What height you? Uh, five nine. Five nine. Oh. Seventy four. Same weight classes as fucking Scottish powerlifting for the MMA. Oh, so no, it was just like... Easy how to transition. Muay Thai was just, like, easy because, like, you just set a weight and you get another boy that's similar to weight and right. you just agree on a weight to fight. That's pretty cool. That's how it happened back then. Um, and MMA, it's a wee bit different. For Muay Thai, they were just, like, I've got a boy at 74, a couple yeah. of fights. It was supposed to be 72, but I went on a binge a week before my weigh-in and it didn't go very well. I actually put on, like, two kilos. Right. And I couldn't shift it. So I had to like starve myself for 24 hours before the weigh-in. Same day weigh-in as well, yeah. by the way. And I had to drive to Carlisle. Well, I was driven to Carlisle. Yeah. International fighter, you know what I mean? <laughs> Didn't Carlisle. Did you win? Yeah, right. smashed the body pieces. It was great. 
but um, that was the first time I actually Fighting's fought. different though, isn't it, for anything else? Like. Yeah, like, um, I can kind of see, like, um, I can see why people would get, like, a bit nervous about competing in something like powerlifting, but then when I look at to my own experience with fighting, I'm just like, so you kind of got a lot less that can go wrong. Yeah. I mean, worst thing possible, you shit yourself on the platform. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I don't stand that a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, well, he does that. He's got he a problem. He shuts in the gym as well. Uh, well he's, not, he's not allowed his claws to me bag <laughs> or his nappies because, like, they'll, they'll say they're squat yeah. briefs. But um, <laughs> pretty much, like, he, that's the only thing you can do that. But and I'm like, you're not going to get knocked out. Well, you might pass out, actually, but you're not going to get knocked out by somebody in a yeah. stupid move. It's a little bit different. Nah, it's, you find that with powerlifting as well. Though. I found like the people that are the easiest to train or, or manage on on like competition day are usually people that have done different sports. Yeah, so absolutely. They're, they're, they're used to like competing under pressure, probably more pressure when you yeah. see people fucking either trying to hit you, yeah, or run into you or something like that. Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking because like I've had experience of, with that and. Um, Caitlin actually the Aaron's girlfriend yeah. the she was fine on the day yeah. she never wanted to do it again but like um, she got injured midway during bench and she was fine Yeah. but like everybody else is like super and it. it's fucking annoying when like um, something like happens and people crowd and yeah. oh are you okay and I was like she's played football at like, uh, an okay level and I'm like she'll be fine uh, she's but like fine. she's played sport before it's alright it's part yeah. of the game and I said like you're out she's like yeah I was like cool. it's a fucking mindset thing man it's yeah. a mindset thing um do you know who would be good to talk to on your podcast if you want to do yeah. something a wee bit different? Um, I don't know if you know Ali, who's Mark's client, he's a physio. Yeah. He's like cast iron rehab. Yeah. He's like, he, he's a sports physio. Yeah. Um, for the, he's for the NHS just now, but he does a lot of stuff with lifters and stuff. Yeah. But he talks a lot about, like, kind of, in fact, I've heard that Jordan Fagan bomb, the barbell medicine guy talking yeah. about it as well, but like, mindset around injuries and stuff. And yeah. like, how much that affects it and how and how much um, like like people recover quicker because they think they're going to get better quicker and yeah. if, you, if you let that injury like define you then it'll f- it can literally it can, fuck yeah. you up um, no I've, I like a lot of stuff because I, I always say to people um, I don't trust a physio that tells you to stop yeah mm-hmm. so one of my clients uh, she's a marathon runner and she injured her Achilles not too long ago and the first thing that the physio done was like right let's get you back to running and yeah. that's where they worked through Ali's a good choice, but uh, I'm pretty sure he had a thing with my girlfriend. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you could always get a free show with the call. Yeah, did a podcast and then that. Like, I don't know, maybe he'd be up for the bar. I don't know if she would be. But uh, like, yeah. um, no, I was like, I remember uh, when I started talking to Lucy, she was like, yeah. I just know, um, obviously, I follow Keys, uh, Cast Iron Strength yeah, on yeah. Instagram. And she was just like, she said, oh, I was seeing a guy, Alpha, and I was like, 140 kilo monster. I was like, all right. I like my chances. <laughs> but that's that's why you might go back to the 85. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a big boy, like, but yeah. no, I, I totally he's, have to say. Uh, yeah. Strong boy as well, like. Yeah, nice guy, but yeah. the sounds of it. There's a few strong boys in there. Big, oh, yeah. big stew as well, like, super strong. Yeah. But no, somebody like that would be really interesting yeah. to talk about. It's just well. a different take on it, isn't it? Instead of this, like, like, talking about the same stuff, like, yeah. probably uh, myself and. Who else has been Aaron and Mike Morris? Pretty similar interests. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to split um, up a bit. So I'm yeah. going to get a bit more. So stay tuned. But I'm going to try and get other people on from other parts of the podcast, other parts of Edinburgh as well. Like, yeah. um, um, even I need to get a girl on here at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, a couple I'll, of female lifters. I'll bring my bird on it. Oh, that's alright. She yeah. doesn't lift on it, but. No, she's just be good to chat. She's, she's pretty hot. That's alright. I'll come. Well, 
I can come if you want. I can, oh, right. I can wear a sign the car. Oh, that's fine. I. Yeah. I'll send you pictures. That's fine. No, but Aaron wasn't exactly the greatest to talk to. He's a bit no. of a dark. He's a chat. Ah, was, he was just kind of like sitting frozen for a bit. And I'm He's like, too fucking nice. That's his problem. Like, uh, for the podcast, you you see you don't see him all the time. Uh, you can be a bit of a rage ball. Like. Uh, you can be a bit of a bampot sometimes like, <laughs> if you want. But it comes to like he's be puppy dog face and you're yeah. you'd be fine. But no, um, even just other like I'm gonna get other people in as well. Yeah. Um, Different opinions. A couple of people that are quite like high, I wouldn't say high up because there's not really, there's not really that much in Edinburgh, this wise. But Paul, after the boys, you mean, no, there's like just that's fucking that high up, is there? Yeah. There's like, what, do, what even is high up? Like, that's what I was saying. Like, there's, no, like, there's no world class lifters. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I should correct myself. If, if Alice isn't a world class, then she probably will be in the near future, I would well, imagine. She, she came uh, third in the University yeah. of Worlds. She's, yeah. she's somebody that definitely... So if, she, if she's not already world class, then she will be. Yeah. But out with that, I wouldn't say there's any world class nah. lifters in Scotland. No, nah, not at all. I don't think there's any world class coaches. No. Nah. There's certainly nobody working with world class athletes, nah. apart from the guy who's working with her. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think that's her boyfriend that coaches her. Uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just I think it's uh, the Glasgow Union lifter now. Yeah. He does, I think he does all of them. Yeah. Um, I think both. But, but I think they might. Uh, she's definitely, I've spoken about her quite a lot as well. And she's yeah. like one of my favourite lifters. I watch her. Yeah. She's just, she's phenomenal. She's good, man. She's trained yeah. in lift though, didn't she? So. I don't think she's there anymore. Nah, she's back in Glasgow Union. Back in Glasgow. But yeah, definitely. If I see her kicking yeah. about and if she's getting asked to come on, they'll be like, come to my, fl- I mean, come to my gym. <laughs> uh, she'll follow me on Instagram. Listen to this podcast. Oh, she might do one point, but she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be right. Um, but no. Do you know who would be decent as well? Like, obviously, I'm joking about the lifting, but yeah. um, Robbie. Robbie Mason. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've thought about that as um, well. He's um, one of the most passionate people about powerlifting like, yeah. you get like good lifter as uh, well. does a lot for the sport he's, he puts on the open powerlifting yep, stuff right, and he's, that. he's just made by the time this gets released it'll be a thing he's just made a thing for so you can put a filter on for all Scottish lifters for yeah. open powerlifting so right now he's only got the untested stuff in it but yeah. over the next week get or two he is definitely somebody I'll yeah. see at the Eastern probably yeah. and I'll ask him as he well. He does a lot for Bill Afton. He's a fucking great lifter. Oh, right? great lifter. I think he squats like 330 or something like that. Something like that. Um, and, yeah, uh, quite level-headed guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well, there's a couple of world-class lifters, but they've either changed or they've changed sport. Yeah. So had Martin Queen. Yeah. Who's obviously the Jetson now, and then Luke Richardson fucking... Uh, going to the strong man well, <laughs> that's if it's money like, isn't it like, yeah exactly he's got a lot of money in power often like, no, unless you turn into a coach it's so fucking it, it's small already and then there's like yeah. 2500 federations as well oh, so I know, it's diluted to the max yeah. in Scotland it's not that bad there's three uh, GPC, IPF, BDF yeah. I'm saying that I've uh, I've been talking to the people for BB here and APB here yeah about potentially putting something on in Scotland when I open the gym. Nice. Um, for a wee chat about putting on a wee meet in my place yeah. as well. But I would need to get sanctioned uh, or just oh, no, for the shits and gigs. Ah, for shits yeah. and gigs pretty much. I'd like to do like a, I've always had the idea of doing something like I was actually thinking about doing it for my opening day. Yeah. Uh, almost like an animal cage type thing where you can get <gasps> Oh yeah, yeah. You can get people in um and do their own thing. So I would just get in touch with people like so maybe like big stew or something today like a 360 deadlift 
Yeah. And then people, somebody who's a really good at bench to do. Come in and do that, yeah. Uh, you can do like thingies as well. The thing that was on the Animal, animal Caves this year that was amazing to watch was like yeah. that Jordan Shavo, somebody challenged them or he challenged them. So yeah. it was like two big guys, 700 pound deadlift, and they went rep for rep. You go yeah. one, I go one, you go one, I go one, until one is kind of going about stuff like that um, but it's no sanctioned or anything it's just fun it's a laugh um, yeah that'd be good I want to do something where it was like um, almost like a wrestling themed one yeah so the winner I would say it would be like the universal powerlifting championship yeah. or something and you would win a belt the winner gets so the belt. winner would actually That's get a belt cool. and would come yeah. out to like proper uh, like wrestling music. so I was like some fucking men are like that or yeah. like people can drink in that as well uh, brilliant whoever I don't know how I would like rank it or that yeah. like maybe make something stupid out of it but, um, yeah. yeah it'd just be a good laugh mm-hmm. but, that's what, but um, it wasn't even anything about powerlifting but when it comes to like, fitness health and well-being or performance yeah. there's not that many in Edinburgh yeah. and they're normally quite uh, selective and they don't really speak to that many yeah. people and I listened to a podcast about it that um, he's a Michael Ula or something uh, Jola Ah, that's his Spanish last name, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I met him actually, you know, that long ago. He's, yeah. he's got a French bulldog, that's how I met him. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's a actually, fucking French bulldog. Yeah, so, I actually, my girlfriend works in Stockbridge. He he lives around there with his bud. Yeah. And I was walking around and I had the barbells and bulldogs top on and his yeah. girlfriend was like, oh, that's a cool jumper. I yeah. was talking to her dog, <laughs> who's a French bulldog, and yeah. then she was like, oh, that's a cool jumper. And we go, him was through that. But uh, he, he does podcasts and stuff. Yeah, he does He's like, you know, like, I don't really follow a lot of people like that because it just like I'm just not interested in it. Like, yeah. good for them, but but he also does that thing where it's like his whole thing is about talking about what people did wrong as well. Where it's like yeah, it's quite um, negative. Celebrities yeah. shouldn't have been endorsing this stuff. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. PTs shouldn't be doing this. It's ridiculous. Like you yeah. know that um, not Michael, but like James Smith guy is like they're probably the biggest thing here. Yeah, he his whole career around it. Yeah. like slagging all people off. I'm like. Instead of like that, James Smith fucking bugs a life at me. I'm like, instead oh, of saying yeah. what everybody else is doing le- well, eh, wrong, why don't you say, look, why don't yeah. you try that? So, here's the same shit that people have been saying for the last Aye. three years just because you're a good looking kid. Aye. People are listening to it. It's the same, and it's the same in powerlifting. Like, oh, right. Scottish powerlifting, you asked me earlier on, I should have said that. Like, that's yeah. the, the thing, like, it seems to be the thing, like, fucking slagging everybody else off. This person's doing this per- yeah. wrong, that person's doing this wrong. Like, show me what you're doing right. Yeah, show me what you're doing well. Be more positive than that as well. Uh, but yeah, it's like guys like that, quite cool, got a bit of a following and stuff, yeah. it'd be quite nice to speak to, but then... Um, but he also put on his um, Instagram thing, somebody asked him a question in his Q&A thing, yeah. um, about a deadlift, and he was like, called Pretty Powerlifter the deadlift king. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> That's like calling me the bench king. <laughs> <laughs> so his performance in Pro Rod does not put up to a good... Uh, Do you know what? Like, I'll... I'll I'll try and like slag him off but yeah. um, one thing is he did get invited to Pro Raw is that like, good for him um, as well he he done that off the back he like a fucking amazing performance where he won GPC British yeah and then got him and, and I think he like broke his leg like six months before that as well Jesus, and then won GPC yeah. British and he did as yeah. much as he might have had a bad day he was good enough to get invited to Pro Raw and there's no many people who reside yeah. in Scotland who, who are that level yeah I've never actually spoke to him or met him like I kind of had a wee bit of, like I was thinking about work, like trying to work there yeah yeah this was ages ago and ages because yeah. I needed out to energise because it's a shithole yeah um, but then did I speak to him I actually don't know the guy I've only ever seen him once in person and I was yeah. blown away by how small he is uh, I didn't think he was that short yeah he's pretty small oh like, big boy though big um, juicy boy but 
Uh, I was like, she's fucking Chris. I was uh, like, are you a real person? But uh, no, nah, okay, he probably seems like a nice guy. But um, nah, he's not a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea though. But um, aye, a lot of people say that. Um, oh, I meet Andy, and I'm just like, he's probably not your mate. I, he's that's what it is. Like, I'm probably better just not even. We're probably better not even talking about it. Um, aye, we'll my opinion. Too. I think everybody knows my opinion on him and whatever else. So anyway, like I've made it pretty clear. So mm-hmm. uh, pretty kind of over. Over talking about the wee guy to be to be honest. I've not really spoken. I've not really spent um, much time on it. Yeah, but that's one thing. Is, uh, even like I think there's one sort of newer PT female, like Chloe Rorison. Yeah, she's quite. She's doing quite well. She just she came in Jim Murrayfield when I was just when I was just leaving. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's doing well. Like yeah. she's done. Her, she's got. She sells it. Sells her own wee booty bands and stuff. Ah, yeah, her own wee niche market. Um, Found it amazing that she just found Brett Contreras though. Oh, did she? Like literally, yeah. like, brilliant. Like she seemed to be doing quite well. I was like, um, yeah. I messaged her back and forth, just saying like, uh, like if she wanted another place to like host a class and that as well. I was like, <laughs> fair enough, come to mind. Yeah, like, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Not. I'm, I'm sure she bats for the other team, sir. Aye, I think so. Yeah, what makes you say that? I don't know. You just, I just, I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling. I don't know how to bother people. You know what? Way. Somebody else said that to me really? as well. Aye. I think. I think so. Anyway. But um, even like her, I was like, uh, really, really good uh, for what she did. And like, I was like, I see all this booty stuff. And I was just like, and then she was just like, oh, breaking trips. And I was like, you actually helped me in my dissertation for uni. Like, I phoned him and that. He was pretty cool. He's a fucking wank, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he bats for the other team as well. Ah, he does. Oh, I think he does. Like, if you talk so much about booties, I'm like, ah, he talks man. a lot of shit. That guy, man. Some I'm of like, do you know what? His booty stuff's fucking good. He studied yeah. it. He's got a fucking PhD in glutes. Pretty much. <laughs> so fair enough, right? It's but like, don't remember. come and talk your shit about how you're making people squats and deadlifts better, or how this exercise is better than squats and deadlifts. Yeah. When you fucking squat 150 and deadlift 170, yeah, go fuck yourself, mate. <laughs> if, you're, if your hip thrust is that good for. For men squats and deadlift better, why are you no better at squats and deadlifts? Nah, just basically like, for getting Stay in your fucking like, lane, you dick. Even <laughs> it's, it's pretty true because, like, I remember him talking on the phone to him and he was, like, pretty bummed out because he was talking about research that had to be published yet. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it's looking like it's not going to transfer to adaptations and sprint uh, performance. And I'm like, probably. Yeah, no it's shit, all about, like, the horizontal uh, force vector theory. Yeah. Vector, I can't remember. I've done a paper on it, but um, it was, like, to do with, like, if you're actually exercising a horizontal plane compared to how the running is like a horizontal movement it should yeah. improve there's no there's no there's shown like no um, like it was a theory and it's just like there's not really much to back uh, up at the minute the force, ve- it's force vector theory uh, that's what it is but I'm going to keep saying it anyway because it, it falls in line with selling, <laughs> selling my hip thruster <laughs> but um, even like girls like that or like it's hard to find other people that are not just like, people that I just don't want to have on as well that are just like booty sellers yeah. or like, mm-hmm. that noise as well because it would just be an argument yeah. I don't even know I don't really follow that yeah I I, um, so I don't know if there is any in Edinburgh that like for a few people but like there's not there's not really anybody that I can point out and say that I'd like just in the fitness world tons of powerlifters but again like it's because you're in that circle man you know yeah. the problem is loads of wee booty birds but you just don't know them because you're oh, in, I can't plenty of booty birds. in that circle like, a fan of the arse cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> My female's a good booty bird as well. Nice. Yeah. Oh, aye. That's what's all about, isn't it? hundred percent. Loving the dream. But uh, there's going to be other people. going to get Mr. Can we pause that a minute? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll give it a wee pause.
So as Steve's returned from the toilet and witnessed my incredible plumbing. Upside down flusher. Honestly, it's state of the art. In a couple of years' time, everybody's been doing that. Just like as I say that everybody's going to wear Air Jordan 1s for squats. No, that's not going to happen. Everybody, a couple of years. Give me a couple of years' time and everybody will be wearing them for squats. No, I don't think so. Telling you. Tell all my lifters wear them. If um, Joe Sullivan and that gets his way, everybody will be wearing fuck all. They'll all be kicking about with their toes out. <sighs> be disgusting. It's a bad name for the sport. All <laughs> these stupid vivo Fucking, things. Oh, no. I know too many guys that are into their shoes. And they drive me mental. I think your Jordan ones are the best squat shoes ever. I've never worn them. I need a high heel though, because I don't have that. There's like a slight heel on yeah. them, but it's like um, I came across them. I didn't lose them, didn't I? Yeah, because I, I just, like, tried them yeah. and said they were brilliant, but like um, this is black ones, and I used to wear lifters. Yeah. And then I forgot them one day and I was spotting, and then I just had them, and I was like, it's fucking amazing. And I noticed like Thor wears them, Brian Shaw yeah. wears them, Martin Lucy's wears them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of other powerlifters, I wasn't too sure of who they were, but they were decent enough. And I was like, I know uh, Aussie strength coach wears them as well, but he's yeah. a bit asinine. Aye, well, I, paid, uh, I, went to, I paid £1,100 to go to a seminar, didn't I? It was yeah. £800 for the seminar, and then it was like in Manchester and I had to stay there for the week. So yeah. It's like, oh, just like over £1,100. like some of the stuff, to be honest. He's alright, he's like, uh, I find this with a lot of people, he's like, bias towards a certain type of person so yeah. like I think his training methodologies are really good for big fucking really strong guys on steroids yeah um, so it's like yeah, has, uh, yeah. he, he actually said in his seminar he's like has, the way he trains people is like less than what Chad and that uh, the juggernaut guys say is like the minimum effective yeah. dose so he's like oh mine's is like less than what they say is the minimum but I think theirs is a kind of general thing whereas his is like he mostly trains really, really strong yeah. guys. But I've heard about the juggernaut system AI and that is that it's, it doesn't really account for training and fatigue. Nah, they're the kind of opposite, aren't they? They're yeah. like, like really high volume, high intensity. Yeah, a lot of that. Um, yeah. So talking about training sort of methods, so what would you say that your training method or an ethos sort of fits around? Um, I, I try to use as much common sense as possible. Yeah, um, that's pretty much I what you need. To pick things up. Um, I read stuff. But I don't always take it too seriously. Or I'll yeah. usually try something on myself and on one lifter, and if it goes well, I'll try to yeah. thing with it. Um, I usually do a lot of stuff that that generally other people don't do. Uh, last year I started, or this year, sorry, this is that very started this year. Yeah. Started then like singles with my clients like twelve weeks before competition. Yeah, um, that's not too. Whereas you get a lot yeah. of people. Certainly when I was starting out, you used to hear all the time, "Well, you shouldn't be doing like." anything heavy like you shouldn't be doing any singles close to it blah 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 that's mad um, you, shouldn't, you hear about like big guys not like touching like not within 40-50 kilos of what they're going to squat on a day but that's really experienced guys I found yeah. from my lifters like beginners especially girls or people with confidence issues yeah, when it comes to lifting like, big one, yeah. um, then doing stuff stuff like that really helped um, Ailey was probably the best results I got with it like, it was like yeah. literally here's where we want to end up uh, 2.5 kilos off squat and bench single yeah. uh, squat and deadlift sorry and one kilo off bench every week for 12 weeks and yeah. it fucking like works perfectly yeah. um, the confidence is a bit because um, the Sanya is kind of like that as well but I've found out something recently when we go up to a new when we go up to a new upper range of 1RM yeah. like she 
has a lack of confidence in hitting anything over one rep. Right. So I have to make sure that she has a few sessions just hitting it for a single. Yeah. Like we've hit 90 kilos for doubles and singles, but yeah. she's still not that comfortable. Uh, I found out we've, she's got a bit of an issue with her grip on the bar and where it plays and we yeah, need to yeah. work on that. But um, I, I've, like, I always implement singles like as part of like a pseudo peak or stuff as yeah. well coming into yeah. the meet. But I don't see why people like I never ever get them to one RM. Yeah. Too much out mm-hmm. of me. But I think depending on so like that, like so the way I ran it with Ailey was like, as I said, it was really linear. Yeah. And it was like, here's where we want to end up. Um she's a sixty kilo female, she's not she's um like probably low intermediate now, what was a very beginner when I got yeah. a hold there. Um so she's not massively strong, so she recovers well, she recovers really well anyway. Yeah. So it was like that was fine for her to squat and deadlift two and a half kilos less than what she was going to do in comp, like yeah. maybe eight, nine days before. Back and then like, kilo less. For a sixty kilo um, female lifter, two point five kilo is a massive increase yeah. compared to like the top end of that lift. Whereas when we did it with Ella, it was more like a light single medium single heavy single yeah. light single medium single heavy single kind of just um, like what you would do in comp anyway ah uh, yeah. yeah but then no sorry that was week to week so a top single oh, right. this week would be lighter so it would be like then the next week would be like yeah. t- seven and a half to ten kilos heavier then seven and a half to ten kilos heavier again yeah. and then right back to your light one but maybe two and a half kilos up for what it was yeah. on the first it's kind of like a linear variant of like yeah. what you get yeah we'll but yeah west side baby oh west side west side's not west side without blue yoda sounds yeah but uh, yeah, that's it. and I remember like I normally got um, you'll get flack for this as well because like I remember I've just like I'm coaching my girlfriend at our yeah. first meet as well, and she works at Engage, so like there's tons. There's actually a, quite a good bunch of lifters in there that are never competed. Uh, so you can't call yourself a powerlifter because you never competed. Yeah, but a lot of them are good, and then they were dumbfounded when uh, they asked her like, "Oh, so what's like your Pete? Like, what's your role my max?" She's like, "Oh, I haven't hit my hundred percent yet," and I'm like. Like we're in a like volume strength yeah. block. I'm like, why would we be doing that? Aye. And they're like, oh, but you need to. And I'm just like, oh, it's a bit annoying. This is, comes back to what you were saying earlier on about unsolicited advice, and it. The people have never fucking done it before, but they've got something to say about oh, it. It's, like, it's fuck really, off. really bad. I don't get it. It's like the fitness in general or strength training. It's like, oh, but this person said this, but yeah. this this guy that I work with said this. I'm like, see if I had a fucking problem with my plumber. Yeah. Uh, with my plumbing, sorry. I wouldn't be asking my mate who's a fucking PT about it. Exactly. So why the fuck are you asking your mate who's a plumber about what you're what you're squatting there? Exactly. Or even fucking nightmare. Or even um, taking what they say into consideration. Yeah. The worst one that I had recently was uh, Sanya posted a video of sumo deadlifting. Can't I think it was. Can't remember what we put. I think it was one twenty for some yeah, easy singles. Yeah, two singles. Oh, yeah, I seen and, that. And then uh, some like Indian random boy was just like. Oh, hold your upper back tighter. I'm just uh, like, that's like one of the most general uh, cues you'll ever get. Like, she knows. And uh, I made a video about this where it was just like, if somebody's got a coach and uh, they've got a fault in their left and they're near one at maxes or like a certain percentage where form breaks down, like, they know they'll have this. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe somebody gets a, a wee bit of a stick point yeah. and three quarters way up bench. And like, people, we know that. Like, mm-hmm. if they've got a coach, like, the coach knows this happens as well. So then, like, uh, this guy just messages her and then says, and then you go, oh, can I add another thing? And she's like, what? So try a wider stance. And it's like, again, that's yeah. pure asinine. The thing with sumo <laughs> as well is it's so fucking individual. Like, yeah, there's so much so, variation in it. Some people suit being super wide, some people yeah. can't get super wide. Like, yeah. 
um, when I did it a couple of weeks ago, like the two sixty, I had I had done sumo once like a year before for like yeah. four weeks, so I don't really know what I'm doing with it. But yeah. that was super narrow. But I only did that because my doctors don't really play ball all the time, yeah, so I'm, I, like, I'm fucking about in the gym. I'm not getting injured. So yeah, I remember the first time I tried sumo deadlift, then I've tried a super wide stance and. Uh, I'd done five reps, uh, 60 kilos, and I couldn't walk. Yeah. Like, I had I'd done too much of my adductor stretch now, yeah. and it was, I couldn't bend down to take the weights off. This was years ago, mind you. That was bad. Bad, 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 bad. But, um, yeah, so when it comes to, like, training, like, again, like, yeah. there's just so many different models, but I learned the time, it's, it's just pretty much following common sense, yeah. as you say. So what I do, I've got, I've got kind of programmes that are, Things that I like, so I like um, when I get somebody in, I'll do some as long as their technique's no fucking terrible. I'll, I'll yeah. get them doing am raps. So they'll do like I like one that I like is you'll do two sets of six and then an am rap. Yeah. Um, and what we're working towards essentially each week you accumulate another set of six before your am rap. Yeah. Um, and then so you basically you finish on five sets of six plus an AMRAP yeah. and if I've done it correctly that should really be six sets of six at 70% yeah. so you can actually um, push out yeah and the reason I do that with people is because it's quite engaging people like doing fucking AMRAPs yeah um, I've noticed that recently. it gets them in and a lot of people go for it in an AMRAP and push themselves to places they might not push themselves yeah um, I like things like that I also like a kind of um, staggered approach so it's like you can do two sixes, two sixes, two sixes. Yeah. Um, I like that. It was actually the first program when I got coached by Mark that he ever gave me. It was um, two sixes, two sixes a wee bit heavier, two sixes a wee bit heavier again. Week two, same again, but a wee bit heavier. Week three yeah. was like two fives, two fours, two threes. Yeah. Um, mind, I've kind of moved away from that now and I've kind of made my own wee thing yet. Yeah. So usually if I do something like that, um, get them doing the amraps, get them doing like staggered sets, maybe some top set work and then going towards competition, some singles, some lower stuff, um, yeah. a lot of triples um, and stuff like that. And what I'll do is I record everything, so it's like Google Everything's on Google Drive. Yeah. Um, the sets, the reps, the weight, the load, the RPE and stuff, and then I can get a predicted one rep maxes. And then ideally, if I can keep that person for about a year, after a year, I can say they didn't like the AMRAPs or yeah. they didn't perform well with the AMRAPs, they didn't yeah. perform well with this. Or in some cases, what I'm starting to notice, um, Josh was money them. Yeah. Like his deadlift was no, I'm lying. It was his squat. His squat was absolutely fine when he was doing arm wraps. Yeah. When we started doing the singles and whatever else, like, not so much. Slow a bit, yeah. Whereas his deadlift was the other way around. Ah. Um. So his deadlift yeah. was not doing very good with arm wraps. Um. Then with a kind of, I think we had we had two fives, two fives, and the top set of five. Um, and his deadlift picked up a wee bit and when we moved on to the singles it was like his deadlift started it was like yeah. low volume um, so I know like Mike Teixeira talks a lot about people operating best like some people operate at best between like 80 and 90% yeah. working some people are a lot lower and I think there could be a case for some people on certain lifts are different yeah um, uh, you can actually I definitely agree with that because like sort of playing a bit with some of my lifters and splitting between yeah. how well, let's go to Aaron. I'm experimenting at the minute with like a bit lower deadlift volume. Yeah. What is normal and same with intensity as well. So it's just low volume intensity are kind of the same, but well, not the same, but interlocked. But um, playing about with that sort of deadlift in there compared to like I can hammer the squat and bench. Yeah. And it will just climb, especially bench yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But deadlift, like, it seemed to be 
coming a wee bit. Hopefully, it should be working. Yeah. If not, I can change it up to be double, triple, singles. But yeah. um, yeah, it's definitely something that I've thought about recently as well. Is that you can different training stimuluses for the lifts. Yeah, and um, I think the main thing is just recording, being attentive, and that's what yeah. I think. Like probably me, Andrew, have have, have done quite well with and, and managed to get some good results. Where it's just like being attentive, and you know if something's not gone well or if it needs yeah. changed and whatever else. Rather than just like a lot of coaches are fucking a lot more intelligent than me, and I know that, and, yeah. um, probably a lot more capable than me. But like, I pay attention to my fucking clients. I know when something's yeah. not working, and I can change it if it needs changing, or if I think, do you know what? Next week it might get a wee bit better, yeah. or whatever else. That's um, what I feel as well. Like you're never ever going to be the best at something by thinking you're the best at something. Aye. So you yeah. need to be. I'm the same. Like I constantly. There's things where like one of my lifters will come up to me and say oh that's not feeling great and I'll be like right I'll get back to you yeah and I, the good thing is you can use an educated opinion yeah. on what the things you can read and you can try things and you can think of me as well if you're not a dick if you're not too humble if you're not too your ego's not too big you can speak to our coaches about it yeah exactly like, yeah. I, will, I will ask Mark like regularly yeah about, I don't always take his advice just but just I ask just for that second yeah. opinion like what do you think on this Um for this person here's what's happening here's what I think and then he'll yeah. tell me what I think sometimes I'll meet in the middle but he thinks sometimes I'll think what he thinks makes sense and I'll yeah. try and go close out of that and sometimes I'll just ignore it completely and be like nah you're wrong I don't know yeah. what I was asking because <laughs> I, I know better um, but yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely but like um, just being there for that actually and then actually making them the one that I struggle with sometimes is making a especially Sanya do things that she doesn't like to yeah. do that I'm like you have to do this uh, I made a I made a kind of spot out and butter cry last week no? yeah did you punch on the face uh, no, she, she actually punched Drew in the face yeah. like, it was great Aaron grabbed her hand she just fucking pelted him right in the chops <laughs> it was great a solid wee hook like. but no um, she has a problem where, um, and she won't mind me saying this because we bring about it all the time when she speaks up there but like literally um if something's going wrong in her squat yeah. or if something's going wrong in her lift she'll blame everything under the sun yeah. except what I'm telling her there's nothing wrong with so I've noticed in our squat recently that like um, when we're getting up to new ranges of one of M's the new percentages of the bar moves yeah. and I'm like the bar can't move That's, this is why she's got a problem with like her stick points three quarters up and it's yeah. like she's getting bowled over but when she's coming up the bar's straight so yeah. I'm like what's happening is she's like losing a bit of balance yeah. and overcompensating and then it's just about yeah. to tip over mm-hmm. so I'm like right we need to work on a new grip we need yeah. to work on Get your tight. back because what it is is our, our wrists are just pure cock back yeah. and I'm like right we need to change that because we're getting away with it beforehand yeah. now like it's getting to the point so what I've done I was like we'll try a thumbless grip get yeah. our wrist wraps on and just try and get that tight and she can squat 90 plus kilos yeah. I'm pretty sure she's got 100 kilos squatting there so I was like we'll put it to 80 kilos um, you've had triples at this other week and then an AMRAP of six as well. I've been playing around yeah. with AMRAPs. So you got six sets at the end of a, six reps at the end of a squat session. Yeah. So and that was her second attempt. Um, no, well, 80 actually was her first attempt at the well, Scottish. Yeah. So I'm like, you can move this for six reps yeah. after a whole session. So mm-hmm. it's an easy weight. And oh, as soon as it's like, why are we doing it with this weight then? Yeah. And I'm just like, it's because we can do this weight. It's yeah. not going to transfer that well if we just do it with the bar. Yeah. And now, because I know you can do it with the bar. So... Uh, playing about with it and she was just like oh, I'm don't, I don't feel like I'm getting depth I'm like who says we're working on depth uh, like your depth's fine and it's then a mental thing as well oh like, man it was mad I think that's a big part of it as well that people don't really talk about is like dealing with lifters oh uh, yeah. yeah dealing with them mentally and understanding them and that's another thing 
I think a lot of people. Um, I hope he doesn't mind me saying it. Like, in my opinion, Mark Keyes is the best strength coach in Scotland. Oh yeah, you'd be hard. But try to yeah, like at that. I think that he coaches too many people. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it becomes hard to then keep on top of what everybody's doing all yeah. the time, um, and what they're thinking and what they're feeling and whatever else. Um, whereas if you work with like the now, I think I only work with twenty four lifters. Yeah. And that's like sixteen of them are one to one sessions, and the rest are online. Yeah. Something um, I need to get more into is the online market. It's just happened for me the last few months for some yeah. reason. Um, but I so like it's quite easy. Yeah, even <laughs> even just now, like at, at that amount, it, it's getting more difficult to manage. But like to remember to text everybody every day and say yeah. how you doing, how was your session, send me a video, blah blah blah. Yeah, and keep on top of that. Some people are amazing at, at doing it. Some people and some not. people only as good. So then yeah. I need to be on that. Um, but I, I think that's one of the things like that that um, I've had some success with is like knowing how to treat that person in any yeah. competition day as well like I know Ella for example yeah. on, on competition day needs me to fucking scream at her slap her back as hard as I can yeah. and shout loud because that's what she reacts that's to sure she'll get if I was to do that to Ella she'd go on her fucking shell yeah. do you know what I mean she exactly. probably, probably wouldn't be able to squat the bar and again that's sports psychology at the max and that's when like I feel if it's to do with the environment that people are training with as well yeah. and what they're like because we're adding I literally just say to him before I'm just like I didn't have to get him too amped up because he's going to be fine after his yeah. first squat and then he'll just go and lift because that's how he'll yeah. just get on with it but literally before the day I'm like you did get this I'm going to murder your family but like, be like Hank is the last time I said to him about bench because he fucked up his last two bench attempts yeah. at all Scottish I was like the only way you're coming off that without getting it as if you get decapitated yeah. you get fucking under that bar but then everybody yeah. else I'm like just go lift that weight yeah. <laughs> like, I think that it depends who it is man doesn't yeah. it? it definitely does and then that's a skill of its own knowing yeah. that person I think um, yesterday when uh, she, she put a thing up on it on her Instagram, you've probably seen it, Margarita's one was like before her last deadlift because she had missed one twenty two point five like two weeks ago. Yeah. And that was what she was finishing on and I was like for that I was just like, I believe in you, like I think you've got to get it. And right. she said when she came off, I was nearly fucking greeting like trying <laughs> <laughs> not to cry. And then That's what I did when I like yeah. won uh, one of our class at Scottish because like her first comp she came dead last and then this one yeah. she came first and I was like Thank fucking Christ yeah. for there, it worked, it was bra. So that's the plan, go to 57, to go to 52 for Sanja. Nah. Now that you know I'm going to be coming to the 57. Pretty much actually, yeah. Coming uh, strong. There's, there's other 57s <laughs> that are going there and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to play that game. Yeah, let's take a gold in the 52s. Much, yeah, that's what else. I said that, but then, again, like, if you look at the 52s in, at a British level, I don't think she's not ready for British until maybe a year or two, and yeah. then she'll be a master in three years, but... Yeah. Um, you look at the British level and you look at the 52s and you've got Jane and Amy then the rest yeah. of the 52s see I don't, I don't I don't fucking know man I don't, I don't I've just followed her who's, because who's who? I've got an affinity um, for black women yeah and she's like she's a monster she's 52 she's yeah. deadlifts over 200 kilos yeah she's got like a 435 toe or something uh, that's maddening for some people a lot of 52 lifters struggle to get a 300 toe yeah definitely she's she's, she's one of the like up another ones like that just blows everybody yeah. in the water but like yeah definitely I went for twos but see the other day like getting back to what she's like in training sometimes obviously she's a female and hormones can play somewhat of a toll mm. but like Sanya will literally blame everything on the sun so yeah. we're talking about her wrist position and she'll be like I can't get my knees out to get I'm like we're not worried about it uh, what are you doing then the second the next set after she'll bury the squat yeah. and then can't get back up and I'm like what are you doing 
And she'd be like, oh, I was, I was walking on my knees and I was like, no, no, so folks. She's thinking about her stuff. She's yeah, like, even yeah. though I'm saying, yeah, this is what's yeah. going wrong. And then uh, another one, she was like, oh, I'm not keeping my eyes up. And I'm like, you never squat with your eyes up. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I do. And I, was, I literally took my phone out and showed her four videos of her squatting, like one in competition yeah. and the trainer. I was like, you never have your head up. Yeah. And uh, I just got to a point where she got frustrated and cried. And I was yeah. just like, did I cry? <laughs> I was like, you're all right. If you're gonna cry, go outside. I was like, oh, I didn't cry. But the other one, the big one that I had with her, a big, long time argument, which is, um, it's not an argument, but it was like literally, um, it was with her sumo. Yeah. For ages, and I tried to tell her I was like, try to get her hips and try to get her to push through her legs in the bottom because she just used to fucking retard it up yeah. conventional style, but in a sumo stance, which is yeah. fine for some lifters. But I was like, right. It's got to be slow off the floor. Yeah. Like, we're dealing with, like, a near 85 to 100% of your run around in between that mix. Like, it's going to be slow off the floor and yeah. it's going to fly as soon as it hits past the bottom of the knee. And it took months. <laughs> months for her to realise that it was right. Not quite at the bottom. Oh, yeah. And then, like, every time I'd be like, and I call her a shite bag. And uh, Sanya's brilliant for this because anytime she says something stupid in training, I always put it on Instagram. Yeah. But, um, literally, oh, every time. Best ones, uh, the uh, the bar's too cold to lift. Uh, red plates makes her scared. Red uh, for danger, isn't it? Uh, red for danger. That's it. And she said that she was losing her muscles for whatever reason. I think I've seen that. Every <laughs> time she says something stupid, I always post it, but I love it a bit. But it's no one like people. The best ones to work with, the easiest ones to work with, are the ones that have done it before, and you yeah. just say to them like, "Just go on with." Aaron's actually pretty good to work with. Yeah. Um, because he fucking loves it, man. Yeah, he does. I think it's like, yeah, it's definitely a skill and it's all in like working with like the people because primarily that's where then you're working with people. Yeah. Like you're programming and all that's part of it but the most important thing is dealing with that person, I think. Yeah. If you get somebody who just fucking does it then it's a fucking dream. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And um, I think a big part of it's like the the belief as well. Like I've got, a, I'm quite biased in, in like my views in coaching and like I wouldn't use a coach who who isn't stronger than me yeah um, so that's a good point that's I think a, belief's a big part of it if you believe in your coach and, and, and they believe yeah. in you and whatever else and you can have that mutual thing and that's for me is um, one thing I've I've had four coaches one unofficial who was my mate the guy I told you going yeah. into powerlifting um, I've had four coaches and one of them was kind of like run about the same strength as me yeah maybe but at the same time I still learned something every single coach and I always yeah. I would always encourage coaches to have coaches because I've always yeah. learned something but I just didn't feel like I bought in the same and that yeah. was um, that would make a good point yeah see I think I, I can understand where that is but I always think as well that a coach should be able to coach somebody to be stronger than them yeah as well mm -hmm. so they should be able to coach somebody yeah. that can surpass I don't have a, 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 I think was it was it Mark Boyer that put it up about like Coaches shouldn't they be coaching. They shouldn't they be putting videos of their own training up or something. That's really I've, weird. Like, I strongly yeah. disagree with that. In fact, I would go as far as saying that that's a defense mechanism from like not being that confident in your own training. Yeah, like, you could definitely say that because like people want to see you train as well. People want to yeah. see you practice what you preach. Uh, you for me personally, like in pers people that I would look to for coaching for yeah. myself, if somebody like couldn't push themselves past certain points or like. Yeah have a lift that they were fucking really struggling on and then get over that and make that lift better then, yeah. then I wouldn't be interested in that's like yeah that's a really um, good point that's yeah. probably a bit of a biased opinion but it's my opinion um, yeah 
some people that get defeated by themselves uh, psychologically as well, which I think might be Mr. Boa's point as well. Like he seems like he's just there. Uh, I think he's chatting about chatting to Aaron about his training once or twice, and he just says that he's like a poor adapter, and I'm just like, well. It's weird. If you keep telling yourself you're a poor adapter and you're you a non-responder and whatever yeah. else. I think he, he, he told me that before he's like a non-responder so that's why he's benched, doesn't he? Thing where he doesn't have androgen receptors the same as... If you tell yourself that, like, I'm oh. not saying it's not true, but oh, if you yeah. tell yourself that then, then you're it's never going to be a better bench. It's Scottish bench makes me sad. Plus his like bench was has been a bit better before. It's not been amazing. But I think he got like one. So, yeah, and uh, so if it's less now, then that's not because you're putting that, but it's because you're not doing it. The thing is, with bench, a lot of people just don't have. I, literally, the first thing that I say to people when you need to bench is just frequency. Aye. Uh, you up the frequency, it doesn't matter what yeah. you do, you will get better at bench. If you want to bench, you bench more, bench Exactly. And like, it's always happened. There have been so many like gym bros that I've spoke to, and like guys that have been training for ages, and they've got like an alright squat, like they're yeah. just in the gym, they're squatting like 170, 182, a couple sets, reps, and deadlifting 200 plus so like fairly yeah. like not an advanced lifter by a chance but like an advanced gym goer you could yeah. say and they're still benching like oh I've never benched more than 110 and I've yeah. like how much times you bench and yeah. they're like oh once twice a week I'm like it's not enough yeah. but then you get the opposite like, you get a man bodybuilders that are fucking amazing at bench and shit everything else yeah yeah but they're, they're not even bodybuilders but gym bros again yeah. like chest and arms every day I've never built up that um, and that's just body. frequency stuff and all yeah. though, isn't it? the bench frequency makes such a massive difference Can uh, that's why I'm not, I'm not a fun I'm not a fan of like bench only or push pull stuff I'm I like of course you'll be good at bench before you do bench but yeah. sports is enough when yeah, you look yeah. at it if you think about it there's people fucking out there playing real sports like but, football yeah. and rugby getting like well there's literally hundreds of thousands of things to take into consideration exactly like, yeah skills like thousands of skills to learn and we've got three and, and people are shortening it down like oh I don't like this one <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point like, oh we'll just make this because I think and I've spoken about it so I think powerlifting has got one of the lowest skill caps yeah. to any sport so if I wanted to be a Scot- if I wanted to win the 120s or the 105s at the Scottish Classic next year I could do that if I put in yeah. a good bit of training, like I, if I wanted to be a decent British level powerlifter, probably could probably do that, no problem. Uh, I could jump on gear and go GPC and let that happen. It could happen. No. But, but. Did you see that in me? What? Could be that in. Oh, aye, aye, the Natty Steve. <laughs> oh, aye, 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 okay. Okay, Steve. Okay. Did <laughs> but, um, but, um, or, but there's no, I could, uh, there's a good chance that I could do that, or anybody can do that. But, there's no, or even competing like an international tournament like Commonwealth or something like that, yeah. which I think is the Diddy tournament. Yeah, it's not really an international no, tournament, it's is not, it? It's not no, like it's not. IPF Worlds or whatever. Yeah, it's a Diddy one. It's not even a British. It's, I wouldn't even put it on the same part as British. Nah, to be I don't honest. think so. Right, you've got British Europe and then all the other ones. And then you've got like the, thing like the, the Sheffield meet where it's like the uh, the one. Which, it's a kind of manipulation of the truth that's that the big p- one. people saying like, um, oh, I'm a Commonwealth gold medalist or whatever because normal people outside the powerlifting are like oh fuck this person's been in Commonwealth Games aye they don't realise that we're more that kind of sport Um, a lot of the time um, it's like they they do even send like some of the top lifters no they don't because they're all going to actual international competitions so it's like for people who can't quite get to international competitions uh, what was I going to say what was I chatting about aye so aye but I would never ever be able to play football at a Scottish level yeah for any, any I wouldn't even get into a Sunday league team yeah 
uh, if you know what I mean. So, but it's doing the amount of people that do it as well. Exactly. Right? Um, but there is a skill, like a more skill gap to the ones that, even if it's not got a massive opponent of people like tennis, yeah. we'll never be professional tennis. Uh, we could probably get a good standard in British rankings or even Europe rankings. Yeah. Um, but again, like there's so there's such a low skill level to the sport. But it brings me another topic that annoys me is when people think they can just get into powerlifting and win competitions. Aye. Well, yeah. sometimes they can. You know, all you need to do is find yourself a federation in a weight class that there's nobody in. Oh, aye. And don't bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, aye. Well, that's what I'm doing. There's been a few times where like I've showed up and there's only been like one or two 74s. Yeah. I'm like, where did the 74s go? It's funny, there was a thing, eh, that, that competition the BDFPA won yeah. yesterday, it had like... Seven people in the seventy five. There's a seventy five. Yeah. Seven people and it was pretty decent standard, like yeah, yeah. in the guys. Because like, that's like the normal sort of average weight yeah. for guys that's gone. For manlets. Nah, we wee boys, <laughs> I we get all some yeah. But that is, isn't it? Manlets are the average population. Like we yeah. think they're no because we like in this we bubble of like yeah, people. Where we think small people are like normal sized people are really so small. I'm sure my gym with fucking fighters and they're all like I remember being it and they all was like uh, mad about how low their weight is and how skinny they want to be yeah. and it's just like <laughs> fuck off. It's crazy isn't it like <laughs> fighting at 65 kilos and at 66 kilos and the thing is because it's the same for like when I obviously started training the strongman stuff and a few people have said to me I think you could be pretty competitive under 90 strongman and I'm like I don't want to though I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd rather like not be as competitive at 105 and, and try and grow into that weight yeah. class because I don't want to get it like 10 years time and still be 90 kilos I want to be like maybe 110 yeah I don't see you 90 kilos uh, that'd be weird nah well believe it or not I was 66 kilos when I qualified as a PT that was 7 years ago uh, 6 and 6.5 7 years ago Aaron was around about that weight 66 kilos at 6 foot 1 Goosh. Oh, I, I used to be. I was mostly. Uh, I got to be simple. Lots of lots of chicken and rice and and nothing else. Like Heart just diet and training and sleeping and absolutely nothing else. Only nutrition and diet and sleeping. No other substances whatsoever helped. That does not sound fun. Just just diet. Yeah. <laughs> Get back up just oral oral stuff. Not oral <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but aye. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, I can't remember talking, I can't remember, we went off there. Um, aye, steroids, good night. <laughs> <laughs> aye, that was it. Steroids. What about this? How many fake nighties are in Scottish powerlifting? Ooh, aye. Tons. There has to be tons. I think there's at least three guys. Three and I think there's a female. I'm no naming names on the podcast. F- I think I could probably guess from the female one. You got a guess on the podcast? Nah, I'm not gonna guess the name. <laughs> Can't guess the name. Um, definitely, I think there's definitely some boys. A couple of these. Uh, well, as yeah. the A3 has been called the fake natty class. Yeah, we've called it that before. Um, is that what it's uh, under us in brackets? <laughs> Pretty much. Is that, is that why Aaron's gone there? Oh, he's no, he's going down. It's <laughs> fine. No, um, he's we've actually openly chatted about it, and one day he probably will go to an untested yeah. fed. Aye. Um, just at the minute, he's a bit young. Yeah, definitely. Aye, but you know, we'll keep him in the IPF stuff for a long time. Yeah. The goal in the end term is to get him to Worlds. Yeah. Um, difficult. We have. Yeah. Aim high. Difficult, but. Aye, so. Oh, peaking. Peaking. So this girl uh, has literally been through four peaks in one yeah. year, and I'm like, how can you call that peaking? Like, 
So I remember looking at it, and I know some of the lifters will go through like two or three peaks, but go I'm not mad at it at all. Either. No, like I think you peak for one or two competitions, I think. Uh, Even at that, how much do you really get at a peak? I think you can get quite a bit as long as you do get it right and the super compensation does come in. Do you think that it's more than... So, I, I guess this, this is like low um, beginner to intermediate lifters I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? So, do you think you would get more at a peak in pushing right really heavy numbers that you can't control as well than you would by just like doing singles at weights that you can control and then reps at weights you control see that's what because what I'll do normally is it's not like a I won't aim for it to be outlandish yeah so it'll still be around the mm-hmm. 90% mark yep. for singles I won't really I'll maybe venture to 95 of the predicted one yeah. around but not the the actual RP10 yeah. if you know what I mean like I don't really like to use it uh, but like I look at it uh, so it would be in the ranges so just yeah. as long as it was above 85% yep I'd be fine, but the thing is with that, the models are different for like, I only really work with Sanya and Aaron at a decent level, but yeah, yeah. the rest of the guys are still kind of waiting to see how they accumulate and mm-hmm. end up being. But with Sanya, I know, like, if we peak, she needs to have a lot of rest time. Uh, she needs to have a lot, a lot of rest time. She needs to have yeah. a deload every couple of weeks and, yeah. or every two, three weeks. Aaron's different. Yeah. I can blast him as much as I want and he'll normally be fine. Uh, volume normally takes out her on the strength blocks, but again, but, um, Do you know how many deloads that Ailey's had since she started training with me? Zero. One. One. Sanya's had about three. Yeah. Because she just gets to a point where, like... It's definitely individual. I don't think oh it's I. just... I think, generally speaking, smaller, weaker, female... I don't mean weaker as... But the smaller, smaller females, yeah. so there's weaker, need less than ga- bigger guys. Yeah. But uh, it is definitely individual. Oh, I definitely. But um, it's just with Sanya, I've noticed that, like... Uh, we'll get like two or three weeks into like heavy training and then everything just goes to shit like but again it comes into like the menstrual cycle and that as yeah. well like, I chat like I'm quite open with my female clients yeah. about that about your menstrual cycle about my menstrual do you, cycle do you yeah. and Sandra go at the same time ah yeah we've started to you sync up we're best friends sync eh? but we good. sync up and spend a lot of time together yeah. so it's fine we cry as yeah, well at the same time but um, uh, <laughs> so like even though like, sometimes you'll come in and I'll just be oh I heard the shop and I'm yeah. like when there'd be one time where like um, she pull she pull up towards one thirty plus, yeah. And then there'll be a day she come in and like a hundred just want to move off yeah. the floor, and I'm like, right, we obviously need to. Some people are just temperamental, man. Really temperamental, like, yeah. Um, Very temperamental sometimes, yeah. but Adam's normally if he looks like death, I'm like, you need to calm down. Yeah. Then he just calms down for the next week, and it's fine. He goes to swingers parties and that as well, doesn't he? He's oh, like, he's mad, he? constantly he's like, going. Eh? Yeah. Um, I must take its toll on you. Kayla will go fucking mental. But <laughs> that's great. No, um, that he's he's doing well, but again, he's he's short and straining down a bit actually. Yeah. It takes ages to do it, but um, but yeah, like in the normal like, con- like coaching thing, like I don't see why people are like peaking and like smashing everybody through like heavy, heavy, heavy weight all the time and I'm like yeah. not really giving yourself much and like I remember um, well I tried it didn't I when I yeah. got coached by Tom Martin very briefly yeah and that was his that's what he does for himself and he's a fucking strong he's, yeah. he's the best British player ever yeah. but it wasn't for me like nah um, 
just some people just don't act. Again, that comes to being open and actually talking to your yeah. your lifters and clients to be like what actually and taking note of what how they respond. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Is what like there's some people. I think in generally speaking, like you can get everybody in a decent shape by oh. doing something, but you need to like, if you want to take them a wee bit further, you need to pay attention to what they're doing, what's going on, watch the progression as it goes. And some it's mental as well. I think if somebody <sighs> tells me this exercise isn't working, or there was a couple of boys I was training before. And I was just about to, so normally I'll run a main assistance lift for each yeah. lift. For aye, so I, I call for it a, a variant lift. Yeah, aye. So, aye. So, so for like six weeks and then I'll take it out. And yeah. it was getting to the end of the six weeks and he was like, the two of them were in and he was like, one of them was like, front squats are fucking like, make my sh- uh, me and his squat like shoot up so much. Like, yeah. And I'm like, just about to take it out, and I was like, let's just run front squats for another box. Just keep it going if you like. Because it's it, mental. Yeah. If people, it's the same way like I was saying about having confidence in coaching now. Yeah. If, if you think this exercise works, then you're going to get like, or oh, this training system works, or this fucking whatever periodization model works, then yeah. give them it and you can manipulate it a wee bit, but like, it keep get their buy in it because it's 90%, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's actually the energy point, that yeah. you can, the energy that you can bring. that was just like, strength coaches and something where like anything will work and uh, like, to be honest as long as like there's even some studies to show that if you're lifting above 70% like you will get yeah some increase right. in that as well but yeah definitely the, there's some stuff that does just work uh, the variant lifts on that as well but um, I, when it comes to like the peak I think it's going to be interesting to see because it'll be fun for Aaron just right. to like I think I'll fall it'll be like a really really basic sort of peaking model where yeah. it'll be like literally like Four sets of three, four doubles, four singles, certain percentages, yeah. then play about how it feels and what they can get and then make that really intense and then bring back the accessory lift down a bit. Yeah. Um, so that and then just see how it goes because the first time we'll be peaking, peaking, yeah. see how it goes. Because he's literally And that's just for Eastern's or Eastern, Eastern, Eastern District. We will follow a similar thing yeah. for classics that see if it goes better. But uh, yeah, like it's pretty hype for Eastern Districts. Yeah. What do you think uh, the standard is going to look like there? It's usually pretty good. Though. Eastern's is usually the highest standard out of the. Yeah, normally yeah. the best. I don't know because I don't really follow that much. I, ha- I find it hard to keep up with what everybody's doing and yeah. what's going on. Like sometimes the man after us will be like, oh, this person's really good in my weight class. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Then and then they'll be like, oh, their name's this one on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, I- I got that with I think Lewis Walker. He's a eighty-three kilo lifter. If he he won best lifter at Scottish. Yes, yeah, he's he was pretty good. If like. he shows up, he's gonna be. You probably take the eighty-three yeah. class. Aaron, I think's got a good. Pretty sure he got like uh, uh, when I did GPC Scottish yeah. uh, under hundred. I think that Lewis Walker got like total was like either the same as mine or two and a half kilos more than mine yeah. and he was 20 kilos lighter than that yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, he's got a pretty nasty total uh, uh, a good standing for British I give maybe a junior as well yeah it's a good standard for British junior uh, is, he, is he a coach as well or is he just I think a, he is a coach I. yeah what's his thing I can't remember is he the ES, is it ESP Maybe is that them? The elite strength stuff? Elite strength or something? I yeah, think so, yeah. Right. There's a bit of wee bird where she's from, like Europe somewhere. Is that Carolina? Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good as well. She's good lifter, yeah. She was at the home nation. She was in the Ailey's thing in the Scottish. Yeah. Um, but she never won. There was a wee blonde lassie that won. Oh, Jordan Weems. Yeah. 
63 after a yeah yeah ah is that Jordan I think that's Jordan the Northern Districts ah she's an absolute beast she ah, was at, uh, she came second at the British Junior yeah did she aye yeah so again that's another like Scottish lifter that's yeah. actually good on the international scene that's good oh national scene but yeah. technically but um, aye so with them then oh this classic was a bit mental last year yeah with that deadlift reaction yeah, you're, you're determined to talk about her, aren't you? The day one day, one but day I will. I think, oh my guys, I think this has got a good chance of placing yeah. in the 72s. Uh, Aaron's got a good chance of coming yeah. second or third, depending on who's actually up in the day. If that Lewis Walker's there, it's not happening. He'll so is he an Easterns guy? I think he is. Uh, he right. was there last year, I think. But we didn't pay much too much attention mm-hmm. to him. Because all normal guys that we're thinking about last year are in the 93s that I think Aaron... Goes up against, and I like to look at them like Greg Park, AFL. You see him against yeah, yeah, Mark as well. He's cool, man. He's good, yeah. I like him. Uh, apparently, him and like Aaron have got a wee rivalry going on, yeah. but like he's up in a higher weight class yeah. than Aaron. Was he 93 now? Uh, Greg's always been 93. He's a decent neck, isn't he? He's, he's good. good uh, big chest, big arms, and that. Good chest. Um, his bench is still not as good as Aaron's, though, so that's. Yeah. That's what does he bench? I think he benched. I think he got like 130, 135 for some set. So, what's your prediction that Aaron's got to get a bigger total than him? Yeah, you getting this? Or I, 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 I think you will get a bigger total. I'll, I'll put this wee snippet on my Instagram and we'll tag them in it. Oh, but I, 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 so see, I, I think uh, Aaron's got him this year, uh, but he's on a lower weight class. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right, because Aaron does 93s sometimes, doesn't he? Well, no, he has the, whole, the whole last year we stayed at 93. Right. Because my whole idea for that was over the year, as he needed to put on size and get experience. Yeah. So I was like, there's no point in trying to peak for something that's yeah. like. Um, deviating from a programme like that because we're not competitive Yeah. so I was like if we want to be competitive we just need to take a year getting used to the pressure yeah. of competing hitting numbers that we need to hit and then he kind of blew my estimations out when he got third in the Scottish Juniors which I don't think is like a great yeah. competition but he did beat out like another yeah. few good lifters I didn't think would get medals so he came second in the push-pull as well yeah. and just narrowly not missed out push pull, Matt, I was like, oh it doesn't matter at all but uh, <laughs> narrowly, <laughs> narrowly missed out on a place uh, against Big Emmer at uh, the All Scottish. Yeah. Just have missed his bench. If he'd got his bench, he would have been on equal pegging with him. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I don't know who would have went ahead on lighter body, but maybe Aaron. But, um, uh, it was quite tall, I think. It's quite a big boy, so yeah. he's got a good deadlift, a very strong deadlift. Yeah. Like he's like 245 or something. Yeah. yeah, I think he can go for 260, I think, here. Aye? Maybe around about that. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not seeing him doing that in the gym. No, I'm, not. I'm, going, I'm going to put it around and say 250. I think probably 250. That's still good enough. But uh, hopefully, Aaron, we can hit 240, which would be nice. But yeah. with a full peak in him, I think Aaron will hopefully touch 600 uh, at the Eastern. Definitely going to get a QT. Yeah. Uh, I've got a first timer. I think actually he will place, actually. I predicted it will place. Sanya should win the 52s. Yeah. If she makes weight yeah. and uh, she was the only other competitive 52 is a girl called Lucy Connolly and she doesn't look like she's up to much yeah. um, she already kind of out lifts her anyway even though she mm-hmm. is up a weight class but um, I think Sanya should be able to take it Lucy my girlfriend she 72 good lifter by the looks like she should do she should place if there's an Easterns ah, yeah. depends on who shows up because the Northerns have been held in Aberdeen so yeah they've just changed that now haven't yeah. they because Easterns are so busy yeah so, so Dundee that. and that's still in here though ah, but everybody from like all that way up north are just going uh, to Aberdeen instead yeah. of travelling down which makes so much more sense yeah. but uh, yeah I think depends on the day shows up I've got a couple new guys competing where 
Uh, two new guys in the 74s were Alan, who's like 39 year old, never really lifted at all before, and he's just got into yeah. lifting a couple of months with being coached by me. Uh, he's great, he's putting up like, he can squat 140 already, he can deadlift 140 for a double. His yeah. bench really suffers because he's a small guy and he's never really lifted. Yeah. He's just not got that time under him, but you'll get that eventually. And Drew, uh, one of the guys that I've trained for ages, you met him on the open days, a strange bald guy. I met uh, a few bald guys, man. Yeah, that there were some bald guys in there, eh? I'm pretty sure. I saw two of them licking each other's fucking heads when they was looking at them. <laughs> so the it's bald a guys fucking there, bald day, they're mad. I know who you're talking about. Uh, he's a, is he a PT? No, 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 he's not a PT. No. But, um, short guy, quite thin. Ah, yeah, short guy. Thin. Mm-hmm. But um, he's almost one of these people that's like, oh, I'm going to compete, and then he never competed. And yeah. then he's, he's actually the guy who says he's going to put 180. Ah. Right. He, he's like, I'm, I'm going to get that one. And I'm like, better oh, fucking put 180. Then you've said that on the podcast. The thing is, he's, uh, he's going to be a bit like, he's kind of like trying to compete with like, some of the other lifters. And yeah. I'm like, you can't like one of them's like 39 years old yeah. and like you don't want to like hang me yourself off other people like just nah. keep getting better and then you'll you'll be that 39 year old one day I suppose it's better <laughs> to just like do it and yeah. then they die by the sword and get a bit of ego uh, death yeah. same with um, my younger client George as well he's only up to do it he's do you know the thing wait sorry I need to go finish first um, I, he's just like a young client of mine he's at high school and he's just doing it because he needs to do it to like pass yeah. he, he's a private school boy so he gets fucking ripped to absolute shreds in that gym but what were we going to say there? Um, I Easterns like, and yeah. obviously they changed the dates so the classics move forward as well yeah. so technically you don't need the Easterns because I, classics you can yeah. use your total for last year to the yeah. classics this year if they go bad I didn't have anybody in classics yeah. well, I had all Scottish but um, we're going down weight classes right so that's why Aaron and Sanya need to do the Easterns again. Right, right. Um, oh, I, I guess like you can go up a weight. I don't know if any minor. Well, I know Ailey's doing it. Um, Ella's not doing it. Obviously, she's been injured and stuff as well. Yeah, but she, she will work to do classics. Yeah. Um, well, Ella can still do juniors as well, but it works with Ella's work schedule. Like whatever one she can do, that's what one she'll do. Yeah. Um, but she would say, um, uh, Helen's wanting to be the first woman to total five hundred. She's got. She's doing British, but I've been messaging. I've been like, if you don't get it at British, then Ella's got to get it at classics. So let's <laughs> just fucking let's get fucking get it on. That's fucking. That's cool. my predictions for maybe no for these sons. I'm not going to make any. Um, yeah. Part for Ellie's going to add another twenty five to thirty kilos on her total for the last time she competed. That'd be banging. Um, and then classics. Margarita's got one fifty sevens. Um, Michelle's got one seventy twos. And Ella's going to win 84 plus. Helen, if you're listening, let's fucking do it. <laughs> let's fucking throw the gauntlet down for yeah, the rivalry with the strongest women. No, I think... Um, I'm going to win GPC Scottish. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to <laughs> The boy who beat me last year, have you, have you seen him? Lewis Cheatham? No. But He's a fucking unit, man. <sighs> he is a strong motherfucker. Yeah. He squatted... He burst his eye socket on his last squat. So I think he squatted like 300. Jesus, yeah. So... Um, or did he miss uh, did he squat 290 and bust his eye socket and then miss 310 maybe yeah but anyway I squatted 242.5 then I missed 255 so he was a bit ahead and then he fucking benched 200 kilos so that was me done for the day anybody that benches 200 mad yeah that's, that's a goal for me he benched 200 and then he de- I deadlifted more than him yeah but I think he had won yeah. And I think he deadlifted like 260 because he had busted his eye socket and he had run. He's and I deadlifted 280. Yeah, there's no point um, in him. 
but for me I'm just like trying to improve my total like I yeah. know I'm not going to beat him if he's there he did tear his bicep tendon so if he's there he's going to fucking beat me so for me I'm like if I could get maybe like 710 720 total then I'd be pretty fucking Such happy with nice. that yeah um, for classic so I think uh, Sanya got a good chance of winning the 52s definitely place I think there's yeah. only like two or three 52 kilo yeah. lifters anyway there's one wee girl that goes and keeps losing. she's a decently strong lifter for her yeah. size she's a wee Chinese girl I think but she's not going to be anywhere near Sanya's total yeah. and the other girl that competes the 52s I don't know if she has a coach or not but every time I see her train it's a bit sad it's almost like she's going for one RMs the whole time and failing a lot who's this? Like, I think her name's Lucy Connolly right right I don't think she has a coach. She just shows up to meets, and she's she won the classic last year. Well, she, she won her weight class, but yeah. she was like, uh, she only had one other person against her. But again, like the lifts, like she squat, she squats heavier. She lifts heavier on training than she does on the yeah, platform, yeah. and it just doesn't seem to translate over. I don't know if she does have a coach. Yeah. I think she does train at like Glasgow Uni, but yeah. I don't see don't any. Know. I didn't see any representation yeah. for anywhere else about it. Um, Some good lifters in there as well. Oh, brilliant lifters in there. Uh, Aaron should place at the classic, but it'll probably be the last time he does the classic. Yeah. Uh, first and last time, because after that, I didn't see the, if he can get up, if the goal for him next year is to get near like a sixty, a six fifty. Will he goal, still be a junior next year? Yeah, he's got to be a junior. He only turned twenty one, yeah. so he's got to be a junior for another couple of years. So, the idea for him. He's a text with a lot of men for twenty one year old boy, have you? I know. He's getting there, like. Uh, he t- needs to be careful. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing out the wrong ideas. <laughs> but uh, He's got an asshole like a pint tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a big fucking steam like up there as well. That's just fucking proper huge. That's where he's getting that booty from. It's just the spaced out there. That's what it is. But the uh, goal for him is to get like a six, he's like 600 plus and I'm like, I want to get a 650, 655 yeah. total. Just keep getting better, man, isn't it? Yeah. It's the same with Stefan, like with him, like, he added the just under a hundred kilos on his total. Yeah. Like he's the same this year, he's just got the one competition. The that's juniors it. keep adding like is between fifteen hundred every year. Yeah, that's what we're and that's what I say to him, he's just turned eighteen. I'm like, if you can do that for the next five years, you're gonna be right fucking up there. Yeah, you'd be at top level. Fuck that's there. Oh. Ah yeah, just getting that total was like a good idea. Just increasing it for that point. Because they're thinking about Alan. Yeah, we're back on. Sorry, I danced. We are live. (laughs) Alive. But uh, I just increased the total. The idea, but for Aaron, like, um, I see him to be like a good caliber lifter within the next year, like a a much better lifter. And I did see the point, and I'm not saying like, like there's no point in the classic, uh, but for somebody that's got a bit better aspirations, you only probably need to compete in it once, and then. If he's got a 650-655 total by British Juniors, he's in contention for places at yeah. British Juniors. So I'm like... What's his total then now? Uh, he got 552.5. So you want to add about 98 of that? Yeah. Like 97, 95. Yeah, he should be alright. He's And how long? What's your time frame for that? End of, middle of next year? 18 I months? I started to stop between there, so about just over 12 months. To put on a game more. It's over the top, but it's the aim for the yeah, next year. It's good to have high fucking goals, man. And then but he just seems to smash them, so yeah. it's going to respond well to training. And we haven't peaked for competition yeah. in a proper way, so like the Easterners are going to be a big indicator because I think still he's got a bit more than 
Um, and do, 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 do. I think we could get, even in that st- time frame, we can get probably another 40 kilo increase within yeah. a few months. Because his benches went up, like he got 145 for a single uh, when he'd, he's only got 135 in competition. Yeah. And it looked much better, he won 140 for a double. Yeah. And then squat, he can squat, got 185 for, I can't remember what he got in the arm ramp. But it was quite a few reps and deadlift seems to be coming up as well. So I'm like, yeah. there's a good chance that we already put 10 kilos on his bench already. What's his deadlift at? Yeah, he's got 227.5. Is that what he struggles with the most? His deadlift's actually naturally his strongest lift Does when it? it started, but it's a bit, we've kind of focused a bit more on yeah. squat and bench, but it's one that's came up the slowest. Have you ever, Jack, would you ever consider someone? Eventually, yeah. Aye. Yeah, eventually, but I think he's like, he worked on a farm for ages, so Aye. that's why he's got that crooked fucking retard spine. Right. So, like, the first time he ever deadlifted, he ripped 170 off the floor. Horrible form, mind you, but. Um, like, Sometimes it's like that, isn't it? You're like, yeah. Did you change it? We didn't at first, but now we have. Yeah. Because we had to. Because like, um, his form wasn't too bad, but you see that his his lower back does round out. Yeah. And some starts to the lift, and it's changed a lot more. We just put position work and light rep work. Yeah. And it's got a lot better. His lockouts faster. Yeah. And that's the most important thing because how he gets that point. Yeah. Out. I think Bella, if she sh- if she rushes it after four, then she doesn't lock it out as well. Yeah. That's what's happening with Aaron. But again, it's this one that's coming to slowest. But I still think that there's a 240 there in the next one so if we can get like again there's a good chance I think his squat's going to really bounce up because his squat's like one of his best competition yeah. lifts so I think he'll get a 210 215 hopefully yeah. at Easterns he's got 195 in company scoring mm. way more better uh, bench hopefully get 150 aiming to take the junior record bench next maybe not next year but the year after yeah what is that I think it's like 167 1.5 unless somebody else takes it but time waits for no man Benegal, I don't, I don't, there's no other good benches out there at that yeah. level um, bench is a stupid lift that's why it's the best lift but they should it's do powerlifting there's like squat pull ups two bench tests squat pull ups and deadlift nah I'd be a pretty good powerlifter if that was the thing <laughs> pull ups are gay everything except bench, bench, bench is gay, gay. Bench is but what's wrong with being gay though ah, there's nothing wrong with being ah see so you turned up on me that's yeah. there Dying bench is like fickle for a lot of people because it's probably, and I'd say this in a way that it's not the most technical lift, but it is the most technical lift yeah. because it's like that. It's got the most points, even from like a instructional standpoint. It meets. It's probably yeah. the most technical lift, but getting it fine tuned to the point where it's like um, a really really high competition standard and yeah. like a of weight probably is. Do you think? What did you say you're naturally best at? Uh, bench press but you find that your body what you lost it what naturally what you lost it uh, deadlifts what are you best at teaching uh, squats probably uh, that's so and bench squats and bench yeah so I'm I'm I've always been not very good at bench as I've made yeah. pretty clear throughout this um, I'm pretty fucking good at teaching bench for some reason all my lifters seem to always get really yeah. a lot better at bench but everybody apart from me I say that, mine's just yeah. always climbing up, but... Ah, your bench is just But like I say, um, like, um, I can always get a good squatter, but bench, like I do... Yeah. It's the thing that I transfer from my like, lifting most. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm a better bencher than I can do, but I can normally teach it quite yeah. well. So I thought that was maybe a thing, like maybe because I've struggled with it so much and I've tried so Focused much different stuff, it's more. like, 
I can, I can I think teach it pretty well. I know a lot more different cues and things for deadlift just because I'm not great at them yeah. compared to whatever else. So, like when it comes to, it, I can know a lot more that breaks down from a deadlift than I would. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought you just like picked it up. Pretty much. That's what you ever heard of the strong like Steve Cherry. Right. That's his. That's yeah. his deadlift advice. Pick it. Just pick, pick up. Right. <laughs> just pick that way up. Doesn't matter how you do it. Just fucking pick that way up. It was a very good point. Right. But, um, back snatch pretty much <laughs> as long as uh, they've got enough gear on them that it'll be fine I, uh, I saw Eddie Hall doing a deadlift yeah. thing at the SFN Expo it was like, the worst thing I've ever seen Ooh. he got this week like 14 year old boy who must have been like 50 kilos up and obviously Eddie Hall's fucking huge like he's yeah. 200 kilos ish um, he's 6 foot 4 or whatever he is this wee guy was like maybe 5 4 50 kilos 55 kilos max and he's like brought him out to do a deadlift demo and he's like got him standing shoulder width apart for a conventional deadlift and then put his hands on the outside of his hands so it's like the wee guy was pretty much in a sumo stance with his hands on the outside Jesus. and then he's like rip it off the floor like drive your feet through the floor like a leg press and the wee guy's back was like pulled into like a thousand degrees of flexion Jesus, <laughs> fucking hell and then he was like yep that's good yeah. that was it madness well, that's fucking ridiculous. But the deadlifts again, it's one of those things. But uh, yeah, I feel like I've got a lot more cues for deadlifts and squats than I do for bench. Yeah. I do feel like bench is probably something. I all my lifters have normally got a good bench showing. Yeah. At that time, Aaron fucked up his second, third attempt. Well, it's the same like with mine. They seem to be good at bench. Like yesterday, actually, when we had uh, one of our coaches says to me like, "All your lifters are well." I had three lifters at the thing yesterday, but they were like, yeah. "All your lifters are fucking so much better than everybody else at bench." And one of the referees said to Margarita, "Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. your bench was like the most technically flawless Same. lift yeah. I've seen the whole day. Yeah, um, oh, it's just a shame I can't fucking bench, man. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I've changed that for Sanya and Aaron's like technique recently as well. They have a lot more loud driving, a less more yeah. bench, like the arch. Sanya never really had much of an arch to begin with, but I really started to see a bit more gain yeah. from actual bit more loud driving there." Yeah. I think it, but Mark says that he thinks that it's like there's two types of bench so there's people yeah. that should sink in your leg drive and there's yeah. people that should arch um, I don't think it's that clear cut no, I think there's, there's in between degrees, yeah. I get the kind of it makes sense I yeah. get the kind of method of thinking I, th- I think there's still like yeah. variation in deviation I think from that. and I've looked at a wee bit of data like not actually in study but just the people's data for the, the females yeah. that I've got because they're normally the biggest arches when they get to a certain point, I think that they start to slow down. Like, I know every lifter will strength-wise, but when it comes to that, because you just rely on the mechanical yeah. differences and ranges, but I think if the ones that actually incorporate a bit more leg drive and a bit more tricep drive yeah. to get the lock from the top point, I think you've got a greater chance of improving over time. But then you could make the argument that if you're more competitive with the arch then why should you do the other one as yeah. well? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's the over-accentuated arches, not like normal yeah. arch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I think there's really degrees in that. Because People are biased towards what they do as well. Ah, exactly. Like, in general. Um, like Alan, the guy who I've spoke about who got me into powerlifting, he's like, oh, nobody should arch. It should be like shoulders back and whatever else. That should be the rules. I'm like, because you don't do it and you're good at arch, uh, you're good at benching without it. And Mark's yeah. the same way, like, oh, you don't really need to arch and I'm like aye because you're fucking amazing the bench yeah um, without it but then do you know what I mean like yeah. people people that say that it's cheating tend to be people that don't do it yeah 
Or, or if they could do it, they probably fucking would. Oh, Everybody always like yeah. thing needs to suit what but, uh, to suit yeah. them. Do you know Everybody what I mean? says that Arshin's cheating. That's just ignorance. Yeah. Absolute ignorance. Or the it's the same thing with deadlift. Like with the, obviously, I'm biased towards that, but yeah. I'm still pretty well minded with it. Like I've just not seen a lot of um, evidence to like kind of argue what I'm saying yeah um, we get the same thing when people talk about sumo and conventional uh, as well uh, 100% yeah. uh, that was, that's a good, fucking the main one isn't it yeah like, because you carry sumo then it's cheating yeah. like but it's not cheating because it's in the fucking rules sumo's a way more technical left as well 100% like, if you fuck technical. up your sumo you can't even muscle your way through it like yeah. you can in a conventional that's why I like that's why I don't do sumo <laughs> <laughs> I've got Sanya like she, her lifts just went so much better when she pulled sumo yeah and I managed to get her to, like what well, first when she pulled sumo she just pulled it conventional in a sumo stance yeah but it worked out well she pulled it at 125 quite easy yeah but now we're a bit more I'm thinking if you still use that leg drive and that actual proper like hip dip to get that weight standing straight up and then pulling it through yeah with the hips I was like oh she forgot how to use hip drive one day it was yeah. great yeah uh, really does that like <laughs> every two or three weeks <laughs> got to there in sumo and was just like trying to retard it up and I'm like just push your hips in yeah. and literally just like boop and I was like there you go it's fine <laughs> she was just like so I was like Ailey does stuff like that like so like last week on a sumo she like yeah. comes up stands up yeah. and then didn't even bend her legs like she did <laughs> for the tap and I I get her to pull her shoulder blades and her, her back down and let that pull her hips into position ah, yeah. so she just came here stood up nice and straight and then just tried to stand the bar up from yeah. like a fully fucking knee extending position <laughs> and they're like how's it not coming up like, <laughs> in a fucking retard nah, 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 she, she knows she's a retard to be honest to be so I like how you take the piss out all the time it's quite boring she loves it as well I did it to Sanya as well I rip her all the time on it but she used to do that so she used to pull she used to pull conventional but with a sumo stance yeah. for ages it worked and I was like I need to work on that it was horrible and she's another lifter as well like she pulls sumo way around her back Kind yeah. of, it looks really similar to Steffi Cohen's yeah, yeah. deadlift. Also, Steffi Cohen's like a roided out uh, Queen Steffi. Queen Steffi, I know she Queen hates round backs as well. Now she actually not only talks about people in lumbar flexion, not too bad. Yeah, but she did. I, yeah, I don't actually. I, I unfollowed her a while ago. She fucking bugs her. I'm not a big fan of her either. To be fair, because like she's so fucking gimmicky, man. Do you know what it was that oh. pushed me over the edge? She was doing like. Um, She's on a bench, like in almost like a bird dog position, where back leg or right leg up, like yeah. in single arm rows, being like, "Oh, this is better because you're activating your core." Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Or you can just do your rows and your fucking core work separate, and you can you'll be able to row more and get more of your row." Yeah, you fucking idiot. I just it's I just so gimmicky. And yeah, then, and it's the way everybody put fan girls over her. That annoys me because I'm like, "There's better yeah. female lifters." Oh, much better female who don't lifters. get half the recognition. Yeah, like Mariana Gasparian. Yeah, well, she's on the beat her brains. Like yeah. she went down that weight class. But the thing that I get annoyed about as well, and like it will sound pretty silly to anybody that's like, um, like ourselves, like a bit more in the scene, but like she's not open about her steroid use yeah mm-hmm. and like I remember it was t- Sanya fucking loves Steffi Cohen my girlfriend Lucy she loves Steffi Cohen but then I was like Ken she's on like she's rife with gear Aye. and they're like what and I'm like have you seen no, the size have you seen the size of her shoulders Aye. and they're like what and I was like she's fucking like she, yeah. she competes in untested federations like it's obvious to us Aye. But then she doesn't speak about that and she's always selling her hybrid training programs it's just like, like that's you can look does. like me with that, and I'm like, no, no female, yeah. except some genetic like species, like sort of superior genetic, like random, 
like outlier, which doesn't really exist. I've never seen anybody right. like natural. She's a fucking right. tank. Is she a good lifter? She's like oh, she's an amazing lifter. If you look she's at like, like the IPF points, and I know they favour female smaller lifters. Yeah. She's ranked second in the world yeah. in open powerlifting. But again, when it's like the way that she pushes that out um, and doesn't isn't open about steroid abuse, yeah. or not abuse, because I I have an open stance with steroids. Yeah. But I have not. I'm a lifetime that I myself. But well, a lifetime that I. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Same. I, I, I don't mind if other people want to do it. I, yeah. I definitely wouldn't do it ever, <laughs> no matter what the circumstances. <laughs> yeah. But, but I don't mind if other people do it. <laughs> I'm totally fine with people with steroids. Um, totally fine. With it. Obviously, if they're not. Um, but if you want to run my cycle, like hit me up. <laughs> um, I'm like totally fine with it, but it's when the people try and fake nighties or try taking. Part of competitions where they should be get, shouldn't be taking yeah. drugs. I'm like, eh. What's the fucking that. point, man? Yeah, it's just you're again because a lot of time I can't like. Why would you not just compete in the test the federation? It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's un, I didn't understand a lot I of don't time. Know. But um, but then yeah, that's doing the drug testing as well. Though the drug testing's fucking shit. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that'd be the BDFPA, which has drug free in its name. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they never get drug tested. Um, uh, Scottish people often get IPF stuff's getting better. Yeah, I don't but know. But it's still I, fucking far from it. Like, again, I've Aaron competed in like five competitions for yeah. the last 14, 15 months and not been drug tested. Yeah. That's the thing if you're if you're not like a fu- like Mark's been drug tested a few times. Yeah. Because he's strong as fuck. Aye. So if you're not like the big about was still get drug tested because yeah. he's fucking 156 kilos yeah. if you don't turn up and you're fucking massive and or like you're cool and ridiculous uh, rate, like, breaking British yeah. records then you, you could still be cheating people because you're still winning your weight class Yeah, it's just a small weight class do you know yeah. what I mean? I think it's like they should be testing everybody that point. but it's just money like, isn't it? It's yeah like, it does take a bit I imagine but like um, I think Morris has been tested once yeah and because he is like a a record holder as well yeah. again like somebody like Aaron who's like he like fucking eats super clean and all that and all oh and just his lettuce that's it uh, just lettuce lettuce and chickpeas that's how he's ginger nah, pretty much that's a ginger he doesn't have a soul he's pale yeah. yeah he looks like death all the time yeah no uh, he's like he's seen some of the shit he eats gingers are kissed by fire you know that yeah, nah, that's why nah. they're the best maybe raped by fire so that's the thing like Morris is a record holder people are drug testing him because they're like oh, I must be on gear to be that strong but it's not it's because he's ginger it's the same as me I'm, yeah. I'm that good that I'm competing in GPC as a, as a lifetime lifetime vegan natty and, and still being competitive <laughs> just, just because, be I'm, just because next, I'm ginger like uh, who do you line that you get gingers are like, like they should have their own federation oh uh, yeah but, but it should kind of be and, similar and to like still the concentration camps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, between 1939 and 1945, similar in camps. You should test your strength and then just be like, ah, oh, done, nice try. <laughs> done, no, um, but, oh, terrible, you know, ugh. Okay, drug testing. I was talking, I was chatting shit, yeah, but that, um, the drug test should probably be a bit more, but like, again, somebody like a young kid like Aaron, because I was like, I looked at him, he's got a spot his fuck back. He's yeah. young, he's put 112 kilos on in a year, and yeah. I'm like, or less than a year, and I'm like, she probably drug test him. Yeah. He's seen the size difference, like, he's not on gear anything at all, yeah. but he's seen the size difference and the total difference between then and then. Yeah. He's put on like, uh, he was 83 for his first comp, he was like, he weighed in at like 78, I think. 
and then now he's like he was like he ballooned up to like 95 yeah. and I'm like that's quite, he is young as well mind yeah. you but then he's not breaking any records like anytime soon but uh, like that Dana Smith who's like a 17 year old or 16 year old at sub junior who's just fucking tanking all the 57 records uh, yeah if she, show, she? if she shows up to Eastern's uh, or uh, which she oh, there's my prediction Dana Smith she's a wee sub junior from Fife and she's a fucking tank I'm gonna check it I think she went to British thing. juniors and she got like she's got some British records yeah uh, she was training at Ron Amy <laughs> Dennis. Apparently that boy who like owns Ron Amis trying to like say that he trained there but it's a load of bollocks. Yeah. Like, you ever met him? Nah. Oh he's a fucking tool bag. Right? Uh, what's his name? No Marshall. No. No. He's, honestly he's like I overheard him. Overheard him talking yes, like uh, about some nonsense the last time there. That's where uh, the Fife Open was held the year before. Yeah. Uh, she is strong yeah Dana's so strong and she's just getting stronger I think she's been drug tested about 125 times has she? Uh, she's been tested a lot like. but since she's there's certain people that don't get tested or not because they're like mates with people wouldn't it? Um, oh I can imagine yeah. but I don't think they're like particularly at the top end of lifting yeah but her uh, she's been tested a lot but apparently it's like a, an it. issue because she's young and yeah. a female so it's like Hard to get them drug tested. Oh, your yeah. dog just let one rip it. Yeah, I'm pretty Oof, sure that. Pretty sure that was you, but that's definitely not me. Nah, I, would, I would admit to mine. Very distinctive small one. Then she's. Oof. But um, no, yes, yeah, so definitely. Like she's been tested a lot. Yeah. But um, ah, she's she's pretty strong. I think she's getting stronger. Yeah. And she's just a wee tank. I think she set some British record. She set. Yeah. I think every attempt. Not somebody else. I'm thinking about. There's another sub junior girl left there that every attempt she'd done was a British record. But I think she's like 50, 60 kilo lifter. Something like that, I can't remember. Yeah. That Dana Smith, I top tier lifter for her age. So that's somebody you need to look out for and compete against. Aye. So before we wind it up, Steve, you got anything you want to plug? Um, plug. Plug. Like promote. Yes. Um, me. That's the most it. handsome that powerlifting slash strength coach in Edinburgh soon to be in January the most handsome gym opener in Edinburgh gym owner in Edinburgh there's going to have to be a contest for it the biggest penis apparel owner in Barbells and Bulldogs I don't have my own apparel in Edinburgh and that's why I said I was the most handsome now I'm not biggest penis aye nah Have you ever wondered what an Olympian experiences throughout their career? The highs of seeing your dream come to life and the lows of a career plagued with injury? Or have you ever wondered what it's like to be in the political limelight in today's polarised world? Hashtag, it's okay not to be okay. It's something you've heard a lot recently, but have you ever wondered what it's really like to overcome severe depression whilst flying high in your career? And how someone can take that experience in order to help others to do the same? Listen to some of Scotland's most unique individuals and their stories on Who's Next with Stephen and Paul, wherever you listen to podcasts.